With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boy, am I excited. <laughs> are, uh, yeah? Are you Are you excited? Yeah. I can't wait to talk about this. I got it, like it some... It was a good one. Uh, I did some... Uh, I did some... Some very interesting research that I can't wait to share. To share. I can't. I can't tell if this is a a bit or not. I'm not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a. No, it's not a bit. It's just. Uh, I I I don't want to say anything before the quiz, but I mean, I I just I just uh, did a little bit of digging about some of the details of the episode that uh, are very intriguing to me, and I can't wait to talk about them. <laughs> yeah! Wow, you came out the out the gate with. Uh, uh, okay, let's yeah, go no, ahead I, and. I want to hear. I can't wait to hear your thoughts about it too. So that's why. Well, let's let's <laughs> fuck, fuck pleasantries. Let's. Uh, <laughs> this is. Welcome to the Better Call Saul podcast, brought to you by the Baltic Effect. My name is Trent. His name's Shane. Hola. And this excited boy over here is Nick. Hello. Shane. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, hello. I know, I don't want to hold up the fucking the Nick trade any further. Shane, what time is it? Oh, I'm Thanks. glad that you're so excited, Nick. I'm excited, too. This is going to be a good one to talk about. What, what time is but it, Shane? We know that you're excited, but are you ready? Are you both ready? Are you ready for the quiz? Uh, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready, ready, and raring to go. All right, good. This is going to be a good quiz too because we had quiz questions sent in from two different people. Okay. Awesome. I did notice don't... that this morning. I saw like uh, what, some of the emails that came in, and I saw like the, one of the subject lines was in all caps. It was like, "If I got this before you record, I'm like, I'm still asleep." <laughs> but that's like don't don't think that like I, it just happened to i don't always hear those and i just was up stupid late so it was just funny i was like yeah you totally got it in i'm gonna go back to bed now <laughs> all right well let's let's get into we've got some uh first off if you ever send quiz questions in late, we'll just read them next week. Yep, you unless you send them in after the final episode, and then never mind. I don't think we <laughs> said it like the last time. Maybe it feels like I, it always feels like I forget something. Send them to BalticEffect at gmail.com. Put it in the subject there line. Their quiz questions, though. And yeah. the first person who sent some quiz questions to BalticEffect at gmail.com is our good friend Bricktails. All right, so we have some great questions here from Bricktails. Very first one for you guys. Uh, is actually the very first one is from last week because, like I said, send the questions in anyway. It's cool. Yeah, uh, I'm even worse at the ones a week away, so it's like it makes it it's even more of a challenge for my very simple brain. So in last week's episode, fun and games, what made Bricktails audibly gasp? Audibly gasp. What happened last uh, episode? Shit! What, what was it about? Episode, man. Oh my god! Oh, okay. Well, 
I God, there's a <laughs> lot of things that would have made me gasp as I'm coming back to it, but uh, sheesh. I love uh, I love making Trent think more than a day or two ago. It's great. Uh, uh, I'm thinking here. There we go. Got uh, it. Man. I, I know. I'm one with the brick kills. I know exactly what he's thinking. <laughs> our, our good friend uh, Nate, he sent me a message about a movie here recently, and he said there was a part in it where he uh, said, "Cool," because Nate does that when you watch movies with him. <laughs> it's a yeah. lot of fun. You get a, you get your money's worth out of a movie when you watch it with Nate Bjork. It's an experience. Yeah, and so I was like watching the movie and then having to try and figure out, all right, where was that? And I there. It's, it's the new movie, The Gray Man, that's on Netflix, which a lot yeah. of people are like, oh, there's just a lot of people that are like, oh, it's just like, you know, a generic action movie. I'm like, no, it's it's an action movie like a lot of others. It's really good. But there's a scene that's like really intense, and immediately I sent back, I was like, is it the part with the plane? And he was like, yes. <laughs> Someone uh, recommended that movie to me just yesterday. It's really funny, right. and the action's like, I think it's... I think it's one of Netflix's best that they've put out. Honestly, I can I can easily say that. Well, I have both answers from you guys now, and I think both of you sent great answers. Uh, okay, wrong but so, great. What that sounded. The, like. the majority of the majority of my answering time was trying to find the right emoji. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bricktails had asked what uh, what made him audibly gasp. Uh, Trent said Saul's naked ass. Mm-hmm. Which oh yeah, good, good answer. answer. <laughs> uh, Nick, Nick said uh, Gus didn't use a palate cleanser between different wines. Gas. Oh, <laughs> what is this backyard croquet? What the fuck, Gus? <laughs> I didn't know we were gonna be retching swill with the fucking uh, the pores here. Jesus, that's, uh, a good, that's the, funny. Well, he did do the whole swirl it in the glass. I know. Yeah, that's why. That's a really good call. That's really funny. <laughs> The actual answer from Bricktails is uh, it was when Jimmy walked into the bedroom and Kim's suitcases were packed. That was uh, yeah. that was an audible gasp from me as well, Bricktails. Yeah. Uh, he, now, uh, moving on to this episode, um, Carol Burnett, which, by the way, Carol Burnett, awesome. Anyway, uh, yeah, Carol I, Burnett. I I did I, honestly I don't know Carol Burnett uh, like well enough to have picked her out. I just heard later that she was going to be in an episode after I saw this episode. <laughs> and it was one of those things where I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I sat around and thought, I wasn't like trying to think about it. It's just all of a sudden I was like, oh, but she's an old lady. <laughs> yeah, I didn't recognize her at first, but uh, the voice is what got me. That's what somebody uh, else told me. They're like that unmistakable uh, voice. I was like, all right, well, cool. I honestly wish I didn't know ahead of time that she was going to appear in, in the uh, show. Cause... I'm glad you didn't tell us. Yeah. No, I kept it, Mom, because it was spoiled for me like weeks ago, and I was like, was it, I, uh... I, I, did, I didn't know what character she was going to play or anything, but I just knew she was going to appear, and I I, uh, I would have much rather have been surprised uh, to see her just pop up on screen, you know, at the yeah. beginning of the episode. Was it the was it the Wired slash GQ slash Vanity Fair thing with Ray and um, Bob, where they're like answering fan theories and shit, that video that just came no, out? No, actually, what happened is... Bob Odenkirk tweeted like I don't know a couple of days after. Nick is so mad know? at Bob Odenkirk right now. <laughs> no, 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 no! I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him. But I told you they had that a, ass. Yeah. they had a screening of episode nine, so like last week's episode oh, okay. at at Tribeca Film Festival. 
and they had a Q and A after with some of the some of the actors, and and after that, and they were all supposed to be sworn to secrecy, which and Carol Burnett wasn't in that episode, but after that episode appeared at that film festival, a few days later, Bob Odenkirk tweeted something like, uh, I, "A great of uh, the screen is going to appear as a new character in in the second half of the season." And there was all this speculation, and I'm like, I'm glad he teased it and didn't tell us. And then a few days later, AMC put out a press release saying it was Carol Burnett. And uh, oh. I was like, yeah, I was like, Damn. And, and I only saw it because someone posted it to well, a TV group. That's why that, I was going to bring up that video is because they, they ba- basically it's the same thing that Bob did in the thing you saw. is They did it again, and so one of these videos that's like, Hey, let's ask these people questions about this show everyone's excited about right before the things are about to happen when they're sworn to the most secrecy. And so you end up, I like watched it and was like, this video fucking sucks. I was so mad that I clicked on it. I think I watched that just just, uh, yesterday. It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. And it doesn't even have like a little bit of good humor. I mean, they're both nice people. You're watching a very nice man and a nice lady have a conversation about something they can't tell details about. That's yeah. what it and is. I, it's it's like, fucking dumb. I'm, and I watch. I only watched it because I knew it wasn't going to give anything away. <laughs> oh, Christ. I got to stop letting shit like that, like, suck me in. I'm usually pretty good yeah. about not doing it. Well, that and, I, that and I've talked talk about this a lot, but that and Mars articles, Marsticles. Anytime that there's an article <laughs> about a new discovery on Mars, I click on yeah. it. And yeah, every yeah. time I, I'm like, I'm that childlike wonderment, fills my brain and yeah. i'm like this this is it when the I headlines assume... the headline is always with something incredible found on mars and i'm like this is it this is tiny martians we're, we're doing this and so i click on it and i i start reading it and they're like this rock was found in this area where it shouldn't have been but it's not it doesn't get to that point that quickly it always starts mars was created billions the of last, years ago yeah I, the last always... one i the last one I clicked on was like Mars Rover finds a piece of string. a broken piece of itself. Yeah, it found that ball of string, and I saw that fucking picture, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Then I click on, I'm like, "We've already started littering Mars." I oh, I always figure that uh, if I damn. run across an article like that, I just assume that if it was the one mm-hmm. that I, I would have had 50 notifications. Yeah, every yeah. every app you have, like even like. <laughs> Even Minesweeper would be notifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, oh, but okay. it's just anyway. Yeah, sorry, you know, sorry about Mars, that tangent. All those Minesweeper uh, red flags are just uh, flags. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, on to this episode. Carol Burnett wasn't shopping at the Hinky Dinky. Where does she get her groceries? Oh uh, fuck! I didn't notice that. Uh, I did well, not. Let's either. go with the. There we go. Uh, if it's not the Hinky Dinky, it must be the. I know. I haven't even looked yet, Trent. I know you know. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Sh- they didn't show it, but they said they said it. Uh, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you, Trent sent the best answer, uh, yeah. which is the Piggly Wiggly. I knew that. I that's what I thought you were going to. The type. pig, man. We haven't talked about the pig on one of these shows in a long time. Not since <laughs> Nate discovered that was a thing and was just like, "Oh my God, Piggly Wiggly." Piggly Wiggly, knew... inventor of the word buggy. Yeah, and cart. one inventor of the shopping cart, the whole damn thing. Oh, yeah, the whole thing. But, yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah and well, that's why they're called buggies. The way so, it goes I, down is this guy was like, he, look, I could put this basket in a wheelchair, and then I don't have to carry my heavy stuff no more. 
And then and it took until like the 1940s or 50s for us to figure that technology out. And then wow. he goes, uh, then he, he puts it out in his stores, his Piggly Wigglies, to like for people to use, and no one wanted to use it. So he had to hire Abercrombie and Fitch esque models to oh, like showcase it. So like he had like wow. the women didn't want to use it because they thought, oh, it makes me look too weak, too matronly, and then men also were like, yeah, it makes you look like you're pushing a bassinet, like you're pushing a baby. I'm a man. I don't push yeah. babies. I carry, I carry all my lemons loose in my arms. I want to put all my guns in my pockets when I carry them up to the <laughs> fucking... Not, I don't think Piggly... Well, it might have sold guns back then, but anyway. Point being is that they had to get people standing there being like, no, 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 try this buggy. Try it. Try yeah. it. You'll like it. Try it. And people eventually, yeah, the shopping cart was born. Yeah. I'm surprised that Nate never heard of Piggly Wiggly because before, because it, I learned about it when I saw Driving Miss Daisy. I don't um, know that that is a big influence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've seen Driving sure. Miss Daisy. <laughs> I thought for sure he had to have seen that movie. I mean, Maybe. Probably. It does I mean, seem like one he would have seen. For I, I saw it, but I was like six. So Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of at the point now. Like I had, I tried I, In 2020, I watched 200 movies I never saw, and that didn't make the list. So that tells you what I have to go through. <laughs> like, I, I watched Poison Rose. I watched all of it. Fucking try that. I, you know, it's the worst movie ever made. And yet I didn't even put it. It occurred to me the other day, I haven't watched any of the Expendables either. And I was like, that's kind of an... That's an easy one I could have knocked out. It's like three, four movies, however many there are. Anyway, I'm not, I'm but, not, I'm not doing uh, another 200, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, well, at any rate, Nick sent in the correct answer of Hanson's. Good job, Nick. Oh, Bob. <laughs> They're coming <laughs> in Madison soon. Um, oh boy! I can't I'm wait not to go not go to They're that. In town. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> How will we oh, live okay. with all the Hanson fans that swarm our beloved town, wreaking <laughs> <laughs> havoc? Right. You know. <laughs> you know they do make. A, you know it's interesting. We did just close the doors on Ale Asylum. Pour one out. R.I.P. DC yeah. at the crossroads, and they do have a beer called Mm Hop. Oh, it would have been. The first time there's a stayed in business for like one more month. There's a power vacuum, and the Hanson brothers are going to fill it. <laughs> All right, well, let's see, guys. We got the next question here. Uh, Frank is very consistent in his eating habits. Gene times him three times that we see, ah, with only shit. a six-second difference between the fastest and slowest times. Uh huh. What is the longest amount of time it takes for Frank to eat a Cinnabon? Price is mm. right rules. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I only wrote so I down. I think even if y'all didn't write this down, you might have a chance because it's price I right. I put right. down one, and I said I'm not putting the rest of them down on principle. <laughs> I I the same thing, Trent. I wrote yeah. down the first one. You have the, to learn the, what's your self respect. Oh, did you put down but, the first one? Oh my right. god, we might have the same fucking answer. No, all because right. I re- because I remember the other one. <laughs> ah, son of a bitch. All right, son so Trent says. Three minutes and twelve seconds. Uh, Nick says three minutes and eighteen seconds. There it is. Actual retail price: three minutes and eighteen seconds. U.S. American time units. You get it so dead on the, the nose, so you win both showcase showdowns. Ooh. Yeah, and I think you get. I think Drew Carey gives you five hundred bucks. Okay. You guys watched awesome. that documentary, the the greatest bid or whatever the fuck it's called, the doc about the guy that won like a. He could like always and he cheated win somehow, right? No, he just learned the no, price. No, no, he memorized of all the prices. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he like he cheated by 
studying. <laughs> and everyone was like, he cheated by shopping. <laughs> they realized, and they started having to change the prizes out after that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty all right. a neat little short doc. When Jeffy is training to rob Lancasters, which product is number two? Uh, so let's – we need to – okay, I'll wait. I'm not going <laughs> to talk about this part until we get into the show because I have, I have thoughts. Uh, also, what I'm I typing have an notes – from Nick. You have an answer and, from Trent. And I have an answer from Trent. I mailed it to you. I put it in certified U.S. <laughs> mail. No, actually, our apartment has a complex series of pneumatic tubes. And awesome. Just... I'm, I love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it had some complex series of something for something to be delivered. I got a package the other day get sent back by UPS because it was too damaged. They didn't come to me. What the hell? They looked at it and said it was too damaged. I had to call UPS and say... Do you know how many boxes you guys send to me that look like Ace Ventura put their foot through it and the driver thought that it was too bad to bring to me? How bad is this box? And it's full of Y'all... metal pipes. What could they possibly have done to what's inside this box? So at my job, UPS brings us thousands and thousands of uh, mm-hmm. boxes of poop. That's what we do. We That's take true, yeah. stool and we, we study it. And our, uh, shit ton. our boxes... <laughs> Are they come in completely damaged? They come like they've been torn, they've been punctured, like somebody kicked them, or they sometimes are wet. And uh, hey, that was a little light, so I added mine to the outside of it. (laughs) If they're going to deliver those to us, I don't know why they would take your package back for being. I know. Well, that's what I talked to a human, (laughs) and I said that, and they were like, "Well, sir, we." I go, "No, no, no, that wasn't rhetorical." Please answer my question. Like, have you ever got a I, – I was like, well, talk to me like a human for a second. I said, do you ever get a package? And it's like, wow, so they stepped on it. And she's like, yeah. I was like, have you ever heard of someone saying this is not good enough for the customer? And she was like, no. <laughs> the, the, they retaped it and brought – because of my arguing, they brought it back to me the next oh, day. Oh, nice. Because I brought up well, so many things. It's like this is not logical at all what you've just done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you both said uh, Air Jordan shoes for you, and that is the correct answer. It's a good job. You both get a point. I, I like Jordans. I thought about switching to Jordans. I like Nikes. So I thought about switching to Jordans, and just eh, didn't really ever grab me. Good shoe, though. One more question from Bricktails. Um, Steve in Dispatch tells uh, Kathy from Lancasters that Ricky can't take the crate he's delivered because he needs the truck to make a pickup at the airport. What does Ricky need to pick up, according to Steve? Uh, I mean, I know that uh, I, mean, <laughs> I know that Nick has this, so like that's a so, that's a given. There's certain things where I'm like, well, you got to put this one down, Trent. <laughs> well, I'll start, I'll, let's see. Uh, Trent said 900 pounds of Spanish mackerel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick said he got a little wordier, uh, 900 pounds of stinky Spanish mackerel. Mm, and yeah, uh, that's know. correct, 900 pounds of Spanish mackerel. Good job, guys. I, well, I was wondering if they even have mackerel in Spain, but I didn't. I did not research that. Stinky well, is the smell, and mackerel is the game. Fallacies. <laughs> All right, next question. All right. <laughs> thank, first off, thank you, Bricktails. That's some great questions. Yeah, that was really good. Thank you, Bricktails. Now we have our next set uh, from <laughs> Lana. Thank you, Lana. How's it going? Hey. All right. Uh, she's she's the one, by the way, who is saying uh, if I'm not too late, which yeah. is 
Again, what time did you send in the email? It wasn't that. Or it was <laughs> like, I don't know. Is it like a reasonable human time to be up? I think it was like 9 o'clock uh, or something. And she's like well, 8 she's... hours ahead of us, too. So. Well, oh, yeah, it's five... true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. He's like 5 hours ahead of me. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, first question from Lana. What's in the tin can that Marion gets down from the shelf with uh, her pinchers? No, you're going to see what I wrote now. Oh, um... <laughs> I think this is what this is. I love those long grabby things, by the way. Those are cool. I do too. I can't wait. I used wait to have a T Rex one when I Ah, uh, the little T Rex ones are cool. Remember the ones that look like a robot hand when you were a kid, and like mm-hmm. had the individual fingers. Yep, I like those. Those are fun. I have an answer from Trent. I also can't wait till I can ride a rascal around, you know, like <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and here's the answer from Nick. Uh, let's see. Uh, you both got it right, but you both said slightly different things. Uh, Trent said carnation instant milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick said carnation condensed milk, which is yeah. 40 calories, by the way. I think instant milk is <laughs> Thanks, like a, an old Southern person. Cause we oh, all yeah. call it that, but it's on the label. That's... It's that what Nick said. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm counting, uh, I'm counting instant milk. It's, it's fine. That's exactly what my yeah. grandma called it. That's like, that's like old person, like everything, like anything sweet has mm-hmm. that. Anything savory has a cream of mushroom soup. Well, like, what's interesting though, is that Trent said instant milk and Nick said condensed milk mm-hmm. and Lana said evaporated milk. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it called that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just like all what's left over of like the fat and sweet or whatever. Um, I remember my grandma let me take a taste a sip of it one time, and I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they used to bring us was uh, cans. Like when we, they brought us a big urn of coffee out in the field mm-hmm. in yeah. the army, like they would have a can of condensed milk, like carnation condensed milk. Oh fuck! I bet that's white, good white in a cup coffee. of coffee. Yeah. Holy shit, so, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I feel like condensed milk is one of those things that got invented during the Depression. Yeah. Like, we're, we're going to save everything. It's like Depression slash wartime food, for sure. Like, uh, like what's for dinner? A boiled onion and, <laughs> for dessert, a quarter can of carnation. Um, yeah, it's if like... If you're good. Yeah, if you're good. But, like, I feel like that you had they had to, like, go, like, once a month that was just the run of cream-up soups and carnations, and then they did regular grocery shopping ad hoc of stuff they added to those things, so. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. What is the headline of the newspaper that Gene holds up when he's researching American football? Oh, my God, that was so fast. I did not even. Okay. I didn't notice um, this either, but she sent it. It's three words, uh, I'll tell you that. It's three words, okay. Yeah. Wash, rinse, repeat. No. Um, there we go. I nailed it. <laughs> As you can tell by my de- <clears throat> defeated tone of my voice and how quick I Trent, wrote that. Trent uh, made me hungry. Trent said chicken fried rice. Mm-hmm. Best three words. <laughs> Which is a great headline. Uh, Nick, what is the correct answer? Tears, tears, relief. Yep. <laughs> tears, tears, relief. That's my, that's the, the, the tears, tears, relief. Every the every morning Trent Seller story. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, here's another good one that uh, Nick did not write down. I know for a fact. Uh, <laughs> what color uh, with a oh. U in it? What color do I imagine Jean's Cinnabon polo shirt is? 
Oh. Uh, she adds, I've only ever seen it in black and white, and we don't have Cinnabon in the UK. I I haven't – man, I haven't seen a Cinnabon in – I was thinking about that this morning. Um, I'm not – without looking it up, I have a guess, but I, I don't – Yeah, know. I, have I, mean, a, I have a I guess. I know what her answer is, too. but <laughs> – Oh, so we're just guessing what she thinks it is, what not what it thought. actually is. Yes, okay. not what it actually is. That's good, because I, yeah, I could. I would say I don't think I think it's been like twenty three years since I've had a Cinnabon, and I don't even the think, thing think about. I've had Cinnabon was... branded stuff, like like yeah, like at Taco Bell. Yeah, oh, the Cinnabon Delights! Holy, that is an incredible invention, the Cinnabon Delight. <laughs> One with which it's like you get within a mile of a T Bell, and it's like. Oh, dude, I could eat exactly... sixty of those right now, but I'm not going to because it will kill me. That's exactly what I was going to say about a Cinnabon at a mall. If I go to a mall that has a Cinnabon and I can smell it, it's over. Well, let me ask you this, because you may remember the River Chase Gallery better than I do. I remember us calling a place the Cinnabon, but I don't know that it was one proper, but there had these cinnamon breadstick things. And that was like the thing you did when you went to to Spencer's Gifts. Yeah, because yeah. like no other place in Alabama, I don't think, had a Spencer's Gifts. Well, when we were kids, the Galleria was the biggest. It was two stories. It was the first yeah. mall I ever went to. That Might was be the stories. only two-story mall in all of fucking Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it had like a giant fountain and a, 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 a what was it called? A, a carousel. A giant carousel. Yeah. Oh, there's a carousel anyway, at the Galleria? At Christmas, yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I don't know what color... Cinnabon shirts are, but uh, Mick says they might be cinnamon tan brown. Uh, Trent says gray. Yeah. Uh, correct answer to what Lana thought they were is yellow. So oh no points all around. Oh and, weird. That would and be a none little. Of the four okay. of us. Well hold on, we got to know what color it is. Well let's do this together. Hold on. So Cinnabon. I'm gonna guess blue worker, before you find it. I'm gonna guess blue. Uh, polo shirt. <laughs> Because I think their logo is blue. I'm seeing black, but I don't think jeans was black because it had like more of a texture. I'm seeing, well, I'm seeing gray. Um, gray. Um, uh, there's actually, well, God, Cinnabon's really trying. There's blue shit. Uh, uh, it could uh, be, yeah. it could be yeah. honestly anything. Because I'm looking at some like light blue ones. There's some brown. So I, wow, I so that's all three of us. I wow. see a picture of. Oh, maybe it's colorized. But I think I, I it's. See. I actually think it's blue it based on some of these. Pictures. I see like a yeah, like a sky blue. Yeah, that like one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, because makes thinking, sense because Cinnabon's got blue in the like, logo. That kind of makes sense. You know, it's a peaceful. Like, Cinnabon's Cinnabon. the most peaceful food restaurant. You know, it's like the opposite of Ooh. Taco Bell. Like Taco Bell's the most extreme. Cinnabon is yeah. like. Yeah. Everything's everything's okay. If you're in a Cinnabon eating a uh, eating a cinnamon roll, everything's fine in your life. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what's you the opposite of that? If you're sitting in a Hard Rock Cafe at mm-hmm. two in the morning, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. What is number? Hey, we already asked you about number two. Oh, number I was gonna fucking. Oh, you got it. What Fuck it. That is number this. five? Oh, I thought you were gonna ask what's yeah. number eight. Okay. Now she Lana wants to know about number five. I can't. We got. We got to really talk about this part, guys. I number can't. five is a product that uh, you could use either where we live or where Nick lives. Mm-hmm. That's right. Five Patagonias to survive. Good job, guys. Both got that one. All right. So um, 
What does Ricky have to pick up from the airport? I hope you all know this one. Oh, uh... <laughs> there might be a chance that you might not know it. I didn't look up um, if this is actually in that country. <laughs> I actually hey, just did. There, there, there is such a thing as Spanish. Oh, oh. sorry. I got to give oh, it away. Wait, hang on, let me go oh, check. God. Hang on, backspace, backspace. <laughs> a new answer that's correct all of a sudden. No, uh, you, you both got it right. 900 pounds of stinky Spanish mackerel. I had to stink you this time. I stole it from the last time. Well done. Thank you. Finally, uh, from Lana, uh, Lana wants to know what TV show was she reminded of when Gene was bullshitting his way through American football chat? Ooh. Uh, hmm. Well, I'm hoping. Oh, I don't know if she would think of this one, but I'm. I know which one I thought of. Huh? I just said I had an answer from you. Yeah. And I have an answer Uh, from The problem is I sent me shows that are kind of cousins of each other. Oh. Because Trent said Parks and Rec. Yeah. And Nick said The Office. Uh, The correct answer was The IT Crowd. Uh, Uh, see. What? What? No, no, no. Explain yourself, Lana. What? (laughs) <laughs> I don't what? know, there must have been something on that show about bluffing their way through sports. That guy uh, is actually in Parks and Rec. Well, she didn't think Jim about O'Hare, it. She, yeah. it's not a, yeah. it's like, I need to stop arguing with the ref. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I thought of The Office, but I thought, oh, but wait, there's like the original uh, Office that in the UK that she would probably think of before she would think of the U S version of the office. And I was thinking it reminded me of the U S version of the office because in one of the episodes they do like Michael, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, he does his Michael Scott's movie. The, the, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and Andy is a bartender and he fixes the TV. (laughs) We can watch the sports games again. (laughs) I was like, where is this going? And then as soon as you said that, I was like, ah, okay, I got it now. All right. Well, that is the end of the Lana questions. I have exactly one Shane question for you guys. Am I the only Parks and Rec fella here? Thank you, Lana. No, I love Parks and Rec. I watched, I binged the whole thing, uh, like, in the first year of the pandemic. That's yeah. a good pandemic I was going to say, binge. Trent, I think that I uh, might have watched with you the uh, special episode that came out with during the pandemic. Oh, uh, when they did it through Zoom or whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I saw parts of that, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I liked it. All right, so final, final, final I was question. in a mood when that came out. <laughs> it was just me. It was just in a – You were in a mood. I can't <laughs> I know. That's, that was the joke. <laughs> oh. like, I was just in a Trent kind of mood, you know. Hmm. Seemed off with the rest of the world. <laughs> anyway. All right. Final question of the quiz uh, I is from me, mm-hmm. and that is, mm-hmm. uh, what does uh, what does Carol Burnett sample at the grocery store? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... You got to be specific. And I want I want specificity. I want adjectives. I want the brand name if you wrote it. Okay. Down. Oh, I didn't. Ca- oh, fuck. Hold on. Oh, I the, think I do the... remember. The, uh, oh, it was a real stupid name, too. No, it's, it's, an Easter egg. it's an Easter egg. Is it? Okay, well, yeah. you definitely have it. I, damn it, I don't have that. You're going to fucking get this one. And I was just, I was like, I was oh. like, you need to get this one exactly right, Nick. It's <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't have the thing. As soon as you said, because it's fucking instantly forgettable. So I can't I thought, oh, how could you? I'm, 
I'm shocked that it wouldn't have like stood out in your mind. It, it stood it out in my mind because <sighs> the first word of it, is, uh, or one of the words in it, is Wisconsin. Yeah. Right. Uh, so you both said Wisconsin extra sharp cheddar cheese, which is great. Yeah. Uh, Nick also threw in the Schnauz Farms uh, <laughs> was the name brand. So yeah, what? Which... Uh, a point for Trent and two points for Nick there. What is Schnauz okay. Farms a reference? Tom to? Tom Schnauz is like he directs next week's episode. He's like one of the oh. one of the he's like been a writer producer of Breaking Bad. That's and, a weird. And Call Saul. That's a funny yeah. weird place to put your like. I name a lot of shit after myself, but that one's a that's hey good on you man. That's funny. So yeah. uh, by a final. So they're story, obviously poking fun at him in the show, like by putting that. I wonder if he's. Name. I wonder if he is a Scotty. That'd be interesting because yeah. that, that might be like a double dig at him or something like that. You know? Well, well, especially when they say later on, "Oh, you can keep it, Wisconsin." Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, with a final score of six to nine. Nice. Oh, we uh, did it! We today. were trying yeah. so hard, and we did it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Nick wins today. Very good. Hey, job. good job, Nick. Congratulations. Thank you. And I'll turn it over to Nick for predictions. Okay. Because yeah, I think uh, we have one that's uh, one or two that I just noticed today that we can definitely. I'm trying to remember if we closed the door on the ones, the one or ones that had to do with the names of the episodes. Because I just noticed today we have oh, all of the names well, of the episodes on Wikipedia. Uh, well, I haven't. Uh, actually, I haven't closed any predictions um because i didn't know the names of the upcoming ones but uh yeah i can break I, that up while you're going through what you're uh, doing right now but we um i have two sort of judgment calls i love uh, calls i love them. yeah and i kind of know i kind of i kind of think I, I know where these will go but uh um I I should learn my lesson about like how I word things when I pre- make predictions. So like last week we had a discussion of the new prediction I made, which was that the final four episodes will concentrate on the Gene slash post baking bad storyline. That, that prediction, the way that was worded, exhausted me. Yeah. I was like, wait, and then I was like, I don't have the energy to to like, it's fine, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> that so, it, it like ended me. Because of like how out of time things are, and we're in a prequel series that's dealing with yeah. post stuff. You know what I mean? Like just just where we yeah. are exhausted me. Is because I didn't think about yeah. it until you brought that up, and I was just like, oh, just put it down, whatever. Yeah. So so the the reason I'm asking for a judgment call is like because I said I I should have just said we're like. After last week's episode, we're now going to move to the Gene storyline. But I said the final four episodes will concentrate on the Gene storyline. So do we have to wait for the all four? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because well, uh, there was a lot. To, there were you. This was this is a more succinct telling of it. What you just did because the last time I know I, I should have worded it. Like it was me. like and you were like it's all dealing to all going to deal with Gene unless it's a yeah. flashback or yeah, a before yeah, yeah, yeah. a something or during a something. <laughs> but I was like, I isn't just, that everything we've seen? And I and I was like, <laughs> I before Ian. And you were like, no. And you had an explanation. And I was just like, just put it. Yeah. Well, I should have just worded it the way I just did, because then I could have given so myself the you're point. So th- you're saying all three of the next episodes, Hundo P. Gene. That's what we're saying. Well, yes, with the exception 98% of... 98% Gene. Yeah. With the like, exception yeah. of what? With the exception of if he if he remembers something from the past okay. of where he is. If he's that's sitting there and he looks up and he's like, putty daddy daddy and he whisks away to a time beyond... 
Yeah, hey, that's fine. I, but this, which technically, well, okay. Oh God, no, well, I've done it again. Well, I, it's fine. Keep it open until the end of the season, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Please. Shane knows, Shane knows what I mean. But I, Shane knows what I mean. I'm not sure I do, but I'm great. Let's go. We're good. Just, yeah. Okay. So then the other, the other judgment call I have is Maria said Jimmy will have a breakdown and cry by the end of the series, and she said I don't know why, but I'm predicting it. So. He didn't have a breakdown and cry, like, in the sense that he was genuinely breaking down and crying, but he kind of, like, did a fake breakdown and cry. Like I, I don't think a fake down and cry counts. When, yeah, when, okay. are you ta- when is this time period of him breaking down that you're talking about? Well, when he, he pretends to in this episode. Uh, oh. Frank. Uh, but I don't think that counts. As oh, yeah. wait. What's her wording again, though? Jimmy will have a breakdown and cry by the end of the series. And she said, in, she, she also said, I don't know why, but I'm predicting it. So I thought, well, he didn't actually have a, like a real breakdown and cry, but it was, you know, it was but like, he, he still had a breakdown and cry. Yeah. He didn't put that and stipulation. It, That's good writing. Even and it if was, it's a fake, he still did it. And even the stuff he was, mm. he was having his little fake breakdown and cry about was kind of real like you know like yeah. i'm i'm gonna say okay, i'm, I'm well, gonna say get, gets the nails the point okay right. I, I can be persuaded to that that's fine yeah okay. that's a pretty good one i mean it came in a weird a way we didn't expect and maybe that wasn't the intent of of what was being put out there but the wording and we because we've talked about that a lot because like we were like oh i think i know what's gonna happen and then we have to like work our way around the words you know and not back ourselves yeah. too tight of a corner um, okay so maria is now out of the hole, and she's hey. at zero. Hey. So shall I go through the point standings? Well, uh, hold on. So real quick, the last three episodes are, the titles are Breaking Bad, Waterworks, Saul Gone. Um, mm-hmm. So is, uh, is Waterworks, still... she, might get, she might get a breakdown in that one. Waterworks mm-hmm. is like my favorite Coster movie. Wait, so didn't we have one, or did that already get resolved about? No, we have a, we have a couple of predictions out there on episode titles uh-huh. uh but i i don't want to go through them here during the podcast okay because so we'll just hit them next go round. yeah i'll i'll do it between now and next week's uh episode because i just there's too many people's sheets to go through to, okay. to check yeah it makes sense so yeah, makes sense. so uh as of now the point standings are uh and hang on i just gotta get a piece of paper so i don't get read the wrong name versus the wrong score okay so adrian has minus two Brian is at zero. Bricktails at minus half a point. Uh, Eva, minus two. Eva. Henry, Henry Brown, minus <laughs> one. Jeff in the lead at one. F-A. Lana, minus four. Banana. Lily, minus six. Uh, Maria. Maria, Maria. Even at zero now, out of the hole. Uh, Nate is at zero. Not the Bjork? Or is, uh, that, the Bjork? is that the Bjork or not the Bjork? That, that is the Bjork. The yeah. Bjork. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Nick, me. Is at zero. Nick H is tied for the lead at plus one. Sadie is at minus two. Schmeisenberg is at minus one. Shane is at minus three. And Trent is at minus one. Hey, that's you. That's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, because I think you said I had a bunch that I I for sure don't remember. I'm a crazy (laughs) man. I I I do things and I don't think. And then later on, I'm like, I did that? Like I'm a, you know, I should be. Well, up. I know for sure one of your 
one of your predictions is going to come true. And oh. well, I, I'm look. So I'm, was it the one where Carol Burnett on a rascal using a Griffey thing grabs a can of Carnation, <laughs> instant slash evaporated slash condensed milk? Yeah, that's the one. I fucking nailed <laughs> that. I should have broken that into no, three. But, but this is a perfect uh, segue. Uh, which is another mobility device. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people that have a hard time getting around use a rascal or Segway. Yeah, but it's a good way to talk about the episode because the opening was like the videotape has now deteriorated to the that point cool. where, where it died and you got a blue screen and yeah. you predicted that at least one of the final six episodes will not have the stylized videotape uh, title opening. So, we have three episodes left. What are they going to do? Uh, it's not like the videotape's ruined so, now, so mm-hmm. I have a feeling that your prediction's going to come true next week. And I'm, I, I'm very the closest chance of it actually happening. Yeah, that's weird. I'm very I made that prediction? That's a weird one. Why would I have made that well, prediction? That doesn't make any sense. Because I was discussing how over the seasons they used the same. I remember te- that. I remember yeah, your, have- you discovering that because that kind of freaked my bean. Like that blew me away because I didn't pick up on they were deteriorating. But yeah. that seems like a leap that I would was I what is wrong no, with me? Because they have <laughs> te- they have ten ten different openings. They use them for this for ten episode uh-huh. seasons. So so we have thirteen episodes. So what? So I was like, what are they going to do for the final? Oh, that's yeah. where my bra- sometimes yeah. I wonder if I'm like a John Malkovich. Like, are there people just <laughs> piloting me and shit like that? So, um, well, let's let's jump let's jump right into it. I into it. I am yeah. going to just say right off the top, I feel really bad about this. But I don't like this episode, <laughs> and That's I okay. and usually I don't feel bad about not liking something. But I don't. It's I don't. It's not that I don't like this episode because it's a bad episode. Like when I usually get upset and I feel justified is when we're watching Walking Dead, and it's like Walking Dead's had eleven seasons of a lot of shit, like a lot of fucking garbage, a lot, a lot, a lot of goddamn crap. This show though, this whole season has been a fucking banger. Every episode after every episode. And so it's like, this one, it feels like a huge step back. I, I, on the surface level, I just didn't have as much fun. When I nitpick it, I can find stuff I like worse and stuff I like better. But having said that, was it, was it bad? No. I think that there's probably a lot of people that had a lot of fun with certain things in this episode. So it probably appealed to a lot more people. I just didn't, this one was just didn't, uh, didn't hit with me. Didn't, didn't vibe with it. I hate that it didn't do that for you, man. Me too. I, loved it. I I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, I I always love a scheme coming together, and I love that we got to. You know what? My, I think my favorite part of the episode was they built up over years the fact that there was this cab driver that knew who Jimmy Saul was. Is that, that's a different was actor, a isn't it? Threat. It is. They recast him. Okay. So yeah. They, they built this guy up for years as this threat, and you're worried about what he's going to do. And then Jimmy just like he handles takes him, and he handles it. He yeah. he's uh, he gets right in, embedded in the guy's life, and uh, it's amazing. See, to me, this episode felt sort of very mid Breaking Bad. Like you have you have a plan, you have a scheme, and and, and as soon as it was time to execute, I'm like, something's going to go wrong, because yep. a Breaking Bad plan always the has chaos, something go yeah. wrong. Yeah, and uh, and so... Oh shit, it, a kid it, and, was watching the guy steal three sets of everything, so yeah. he had to shoot him and <laughs> steal his tarantula. Uh, <laughs> but I had, 
I had like the knot in my stomach because I knew something bad, something was going to go wrong with the plan, and and so I felt the same sort of tension I had when like you know they they used the magnets to go erase Gus's laptop that and was so and uh, good. yeah, like all these little things that that uh, you know you're you're hoping that the you know what the plan is supposed to be, you know the plan's going to go wrong, and how how are they going to fix it and and have it go right? And I I really didn't know what if he was going to get away with it like uh yeah i mean i actually uh, i was like something happened like when my phone went off or something happened and i I, there's no way that trent has add uh i something happened (laughs) and caught me off guard and i looked back and because i knew what was going on right when the dude slipped and then when i looked back he was like fleeing he was in another camera and i was like fuck did he pick all that shit up or did he just leave it like i that i was i had to back it up because i couldn't I was too tense not to be like, did he stop and at least pick up the three articles from each corner? Yeah. <laughs> I just love that 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 uh, Jeffy isn't too bright and that mm-hmm. Saul taught him a rhyme over and over again so he would know what to do. All right, let's and talk he... about the rhyme. Let's talk about the rhyme for yeah. a second. Okay, so, <laughs> so when you're talking about making something that's like, uh, what's that called when you make like a song to help you remember stuff? Or like a Mnemonic, yeah, like, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Like, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally works really well because each one of the things that you're remembering, the letters, is is the the important information. But he's rhyming the number with just a a word. Like, he's not, like, none of us thought that Gene was was an Eminem, but I didn't know he wasn't even a Malibu's Most Wanted. Like these <laughs> these rhymes are pretty awful, and we didn't get yeah. an eight, and and we also didn't get a twenty one. So I would like to submit to the Midnight Society for That's your true. approval. Uh, my, what I think number eight and number twenty one should be. All right. Uh, eight tiger leggings are great. <laughs> twenty one touching bras is fun. <laughs> 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 oh. I'm honestly amazed that they got up to that high of a number. I, it, didn't know. I yeah. actually missed it my first. I will admit, my first watch through, I'd had many um, sandwiches. So yes. so I did miss that they went that high. So when I was doing my rewatch and taking notes, once they got past like seven, I was like, fuck, there was more? How many more of these stupid <laughs> things did he write? Yeah, I was surprised too, actually, that that he did like a second round. Like he took mm-hmm. took one batch of stuff back to the box, uh, to the crate, and then he went out and, and did another. I an- thought he was going to have to spend the night in the crate. I didn't think about that. That'd have been better I, than I, sitting in that stall all night long. Yeah, like, well, it makes sitting sense. on a toilet. He didn't have to stay on top of the toilet all night long. Only no, when the store is about to open. But like Once you could lay down opened. in the box, whereas you're just gonna yeah. sit there, and it's not like he could like play uh, Farmville. What do the kids snake. play on their phone these days? He might have had shit. snake on his phone back then. What, what's you it have called? a feeling? Oh no, these are my, a... these are roughly modern times, are they not? The Gene times. Oh, these are way closer to our times than anything. Okay, no, I. This is where this is. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to talk about this right now because it's going to like dominate the rest of our conversation. I think, but I know. Ex- I know exactly what when this takes place, and uh, it's ahead, really. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Just because, like, okay. this whole episode is so, one story, so and we and we've all basically already said it. There was a heist that almost didn't. Yeah. Get, almost didn't turn out I just very well, s- but it, and it did. <laughs> yeah. So just before I drop this time thing, I just want to say because they changed the actor that plays Jeffy. Uh-huh. Do you feel Jeffy. like it would have been 
it would have been a bit different if it was played by the original actor. Cause I, the guy that confronted him at the beginning of season five, when he's like, say it, say it, you know, he seemed a little more aggressive than this. Well, I Jeffy think what happened was very passive. We, well, this we, Jeffy, uh, this is a different I think circumstance. He's more passive because Saul goes to his mom's house yeah. and surprises him. That's yeah, how you maybe. fucking do it right there. And that's a motherfucker that's been working with the cartel. He went that's, to yeah. his fucking mom's house. Yeah. That's a fucking Tuco Salamanca move right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. So, and I, I get what you're saying, Trent, about. Like, I understand that you weren't exactly thrilled with this episode, but I, ah, yeah. I, think, I think there's, I think this episode is, not, we're not done with the Jeff problem. It's and to I set think something this was, up. Yeah. This yeah. is setting up something. So here's the thing. Because of all the conversations between, uh, uh, Gene and, uh, what's, how can I forget his name? Frank. Um, this episode takes place in the final two weeks of October 2010. Okay. Oh damn. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so yes, smartphones. Yes. It would have been so, Farmville. Hell yeah! I fucking nailed it. And a little, <laughs> bit, of, a little bit of Mafia Wars while we're at it. Yeah. Huh? So so here's the thing though. In the bigger picture, uh, so mid October, uh, 2010 is the first football game they're talking about. That was a good year well, for me, by the way. Yeah. 2010 Walter is like White a, a, was what is a year I think often about. My God, that was a. Why can't we just go back to 2010? That was a fucking banger <laughs> of a year for me. I'm sorry for anyone that had a rough 2010, but mine was pretty op. <laughs> so here's the thing: uh, Walter White died at the Uncles of Anarchy compound <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. uh, four <laughs> weeks, like four weeks before this episode. Okay. So this episode, Whoa. first of all, so so first we're we're this episode is taking place, and all now we know that all the Gene stuff that we've oh, seen every, every season wow. is, is taking place after Walter White hmm. returned to Albuquerque and dies on his. 50th when all that birthday. shit would have been on TV, all the so, exposés yeah, and all the yeah. that would have drummed all that so, back up. So, so he, imagine, oh, wow. So a, so a month earlier on TV, they're like. The biggest meth dealer in history he was found dead in his super lad at the Uncle of Anarchy and still wanted and missing is is flamboyant Albuquerque lawyer uh, James McGill, a.k.a. Saul Goodman. So yeah. so his face would have been all over the news worldwide or at least across the United States, North America, just yeah. four weeks before this. That's an so, excellent point. Yeah. So does. Does Marion, Jeffy's mom, recognize him? And why was and and why did they have that second scene where she brings him into the kitchen and says, "So how's Nippy?" In, uh, in like my this... opinion, that was just tying up loose ends. Yeah. See, I think there's a bit more to Marion than we I expect. I would kind of like it if Marion recognized him. You think and she's I a secret see... Black Widow? And she's gonna know. be like, "Who is?" So, so the second thing I want to mention is that. So the end of this, like when this episode ends, we're we're at like very end of October or very early November 2010, which means we're like uh, we're uh, 12 days away, roughly, from him from Francesca calling the number he told her to call, uh, oh, which is that's very uh, like, interesting. like November 12th at 3 p.m. She. Uh, which is which is Saul's fiftieth birthday, Jimmy McGill's fiftieth birthday. So we're we're like. Hold on, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Hang yeah. on a second, because I'm I'm because I do remember something about this, but I'm not remembering all the details yeah. of it. I want to make sure I'm on the same page. So yeah. when when does it when does 
Saul tell Francesca to make a call? So there was like a in season four there okay. was a, a a cold open to an episode which was a a flash to the the point in Breaking Bad when he's getting ready to go to the disappearer, but mm-hmm. before he goes and he and Francesca are like shredding documents and stuffing stuff into boxes okay. and and he he like takes an exacto knife and he cuts into the wall behind his desk. Okay. You know where they have the big Constitution wallpaper. I, yeah, I remember his and, safe, but I, he, I'm, I actually he, weirdly don't remember this part. But keep going. Yeah, and he and he pulls out the shoebox where he's got his Band-Aid case and all this like memory stuff oh, that we saw in the okay. first episode. Yeah, and he and he throws that in his in his suitcase and he's putting cash in the suitcase. And Francesca's got bags and bags of shredded documents, and then he gives her a card and and he's like, call this number. Uh, or he goes, you've got the number, or something like that. But it's basically she has to call a number at, at 3 p.m. on the 12th of November, uh, and she's like, no one picks up. Uh, she's like, if no one picks up, I'm gone. And he's go, and he goes, don't worry, someone will answer. It'll, like it'll be answered. And so and, the presumption is that's this note, the November that we're dealing with now, the 2010, oh, not is. the one. It, it is. It's it's so so yeah. So where where we are in the story where where uh we just had this heist of the the department store mm-hmm. um the great heist roughly, of 2010 as yeah, we all so shall roughly, come to know it yeah so we're roughly two weeks before uh jimmy mcgill's 50th birthday and this this mysterious phone call so okay what if uh the entire show uh was called better call saul and this is the call yeah yeah Oh, well, man. I have a bunch of I have a bunch of theories that about this. Like I, I think that maybe that phone call might be the final scene of the series. Uh, interesting. You want to you want to put some points on the line? Yeah, I have. You to make it I mean, I have. I can have three different theories. I, I already said in the past. Like I said, what if? Even though, so I have to modify it now that we know that that Kim left Jimmy uh, back in two thousand four, but. Um, what if, even though they're broken up, uh, they're still married, and and once a year on his birthday he calls her at three o'clock, uh, uh, you know, just once a year. Uh, maybe, to, but why is to Francesca to being told to call this so, number then? Well, this may be because he's Saul's about to go on the run, and he wants Kim to know he's still, even if he's on the run and he can't call her, that he thought of her when he had to split down. I don't know. Um, so I thought okay. so. Th- so there's a possibility, like like Francesca calls that number, and something something in the next two weeks of Gene timeline, something happens to Gene, and Francesca calls the number, and Kim answers, and like that's the last we hear of them. They're gonna remember Jimmy, who's who knows where, like maybe in jail, maybe who knows what, or maybe maybe Gene finds Kim and is at that number with her. Or maybe this has absolutely nothing to do with Kim, and I'm totally off base. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'm but, also like just thinking about like the, all the times that they've, you know, the show has kind of given us a little bit of a rope a dope on on purpose, like to keep us guessing and stuff, which is which I love. I think that's one of the tent poles of this show, and we haven't really had that big of a rope a dope yet. I mean, like. How we're getting shot is, like, is more of the chaos theory kind of thing happening versus like the net. Cause usually they do it very meta. They do it like above table where it's like, 
Um, you know, the episode titles and shit like that where they're overtly kind of poking at the super fans a little bit. And I, I think, like, that's putting us obviously on high alert for it. And I really, you know, hope they've got, like, one big wall up in store for us where we're just like, Motherfucker, he got us! Oh, what? You know, that'll keep me reeling for years if they can deliver. Well, the the like thing that have. I keep thinking of is that, that Saul wouldn't, like, wouldn't have given her that number if he didn't know for sure someone was going to be there to answer the phone when she calls. And I thought, he's about to go on the run. He doesn't even know that he's going to Nebraska to be Yeah, he wouldn't know what his number is going to so, be. He doesn't know any so, of that shit. Yeah. So, so I was like, well, who could she be calling that's guaranteed to be there? And I was like, the only possibility that comes to my mind is Kim. So, but his, wait, uh, so his instructions are to call that number. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No other instructions. Just call that number. At 3 o'clock on such and such a well, date. Francesca might know what, you know, might already know what okay. is going to happen. Which yeah, I'm I don't gonna, know. Yeah, I'd rather but wait because that's a little too, it's all too vague. But it, but if you watch that, that scene where he gives her the number, she's like, no one picks up, I'm gone. Something like that. Like, yeah. she's not going to wait. Yeah, she's it's not still gonna a little wait too vague. We'll just have to, like, and, yeah, we'll just have to And he said, he said, don't worry, it'll be answered. Something like that. And I, so I need to rewatch that scene because I, I didn't have time. But I, I just, when I, when I discovered what, where this, episode takes place in the grand breaking bad timeline like it takes even place after el camino it's it's like this is where yeah. it completes this is the, most this is the third yeah. time i've talked about el Ca- i mean granted we are on a better call Saul podcast right now but <laughs> this is the third time i've talked about el camino this week i'm thinking el camino might be worming its way into my top 10 favorite movies of all time i know considering there's some heavy hitters in that top 10 but it's just because like i Every time I think about that movie, I feel very happy. And yeah, it's a, it's a sad movie. It's got a lot of sad stuff in it, but like the acting is so good, and it was such a nice thing to get. And I think we, the three of us, and a surprise. Like, did, wasn't then the three of us? You, uh, you, me, Shane, you, me, and uh, Nate. Didn't we watch that together when it came out? We did. Yeah, like that's a that I remember that being a very fun. That's one of the reasons why we have that posters because the posters I put in the and in, in, in our living room I had put a whole bunch of like movie posters in like big black frames. I'm a big fan of movie posters. I'm very particular mm-hmm. about which ones I like. But I I like to in the common areas the ones that I put up were ones that everyone generally liked in that the last house we were in and so I, wait, there was one that I pulled down and was like we need one that's for the three of us and the El Camino I found a poster for it. Oh, and that's so, awesome! And and so oh. like it it gives me joy literally every time I pass that that poster and think about that movie. Um, <laughs> wow, I think it's a pretty cool poster if it's the one I'm thinking of. It's like the diagonal line, and it's like the two yeah, parts, yeah, and it's yeah. like you can never you're never truly out. Or, or yeah, something like this got a great tagline and it looks fucking great. Yeah. and also because also too, I think there's been conversations about uh, this is some more like you know above table meta kind of stuff, but. You know, I've there's been a few people I've had to like explain to them the the deal with Netflix and and Breaking Bad, and it's like you don't understand like that Netflix and Breaking Bad. Net, Netflix made Breaking Bad as much as Breaking Bad made Netflix. Like those two things absolutely really solidified each other because mm-hmm. Netflix was always this thing for a long, long time of yeah, it's neat. I might try it for a couple of months. The only person that I knew that kept Netflix for a long, long time, back when it was the get a couple of discs and mail a couple of disc days, <laughs> Jesus Christ, was Bill. Um, and he used it to to crazy extremes, and it got me to try it for a little while. 
And then when it started being the streaming thing, it's like, okay, this is interesting. This is a neat idea. Okay. And then other people, like I think Blockbuster was trying to do a streaming service and people were dabbling. And then um, Breaking Bad hitting Netflix enabled everyone to binge it because AMC, not only is it a shitty streaming service, it's not the greatest TV station either. Sometimes... It's not most people's first destination when they want to watch a show, usually. Yeah, it's not the easiest, you know, buy-in, but if you already have Netflix, and then all of a sudden there's a streaming service, and it's like, shit, every episode of Breaking Bad's on here? That show was cool, or I meant to watch it, and then everyone did. That's when it exploded. It went from me telling people that I do podcasts about Breaking Bad, and people going, what's a podcast, what's Breaking Bad, to... I do a podcast on Breaking Bad, and I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like, they were, that that marriage of Netflix and Breaking Bad did that. Like, it did a lot mm-hmm. of things. And that's a part of the reason why AMC Plus has already gotten rid of this season's Better Call Saul's, because it could only have them for so long. Presumably, mm-hmm. they'll be on Netflix very quickly, because they always have a quick mm-hmm. turnaround with that. Um, but that's well, ending do. in 2024, is what I read. Um, well, usually they put out the previous season about a month before the new season. So season season five of Better Call Saul wasn't on Netflix and, uh, for two years until just about a month before. Oh, I thought they've the, had some this, up faster than that. Yeah. Though. The only thing is that, like, uh, in Europe, the the episodes of this season are up on Netflix the day after they air on AMC here well, in North America. Well, aren't they so yeah. fucking cool, Europe? Aren't you yeah, just but, the fucking coolest? Look but at it's us because walking they, around being like, I'm watching Better Call Saul Season <laughs> 6, Pod 1, Episode 1, as many times as I want today. <laughs> but it's because they don't have AMC that broadcast channel there uh, okay. or yeah, there's not like a compete so yeah. that means that netflix can go ahead and do it but i, I just yeah. think it's a bummer that it's going to end in 2024 because like every now and then netflix will squeeze out a banger like the gray man is one i'm pushing for people like it looks like oh this is going to be terrible hot garbage it's actually really entertaining i highly recommend mm-hmm. that one but outside of that there's not not regularly does Netflix really blow my hair back? It's only every mm-hmm. now and then, but the thing is, if I ever get it, you know, in me to uh, binge Breaking Bad, well, I got Netflix. I pay mm-hmm. that fifteen bucks a month, you know, so mostly so my mom can use it, but so I every now and then can watch the one thing or Breaking Bad over and over again. Yeah. Um, and and literally everyone I've talked to is saying the same thing. We three are saying. Right, I, I know I know Nick was saying it, but I think Shane said it too that when this is over. You know, we're gonna. I, I know I'm gonna start back over at Breaking Bad and watch everything. Oh, yeah. Start at the beginning of watch Better it Call Saul. Watch all in chronological order. Watch yeah. yeah. Breaking Bad. Oh, that's interesting. El Camino, and wait, no, watch oh. all of most of Better Call Saul, yeah. and then all of Breaking oh, Bad, and then El Camino, and then a little bit of Better Call Saul. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna have that, to, but that's fun. You're gonna have to go online cool. like like I did when I was like. Okay, should I watch the Marvel Universe movies? What order do I watch them in? And then, like, I Googled it, and there's, like, 15 different orders you can watch oh, it in. Yeah. There's, someone's going to put out the definitive list of, like, which episodes of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. It's, it's not going to be hard. It's going to be, like, watch all of Breaking uh, – watch all of Better Call Saul to, to episode 610 or 609. Then watch all of Breaking Bad. Then watch they, the El Camino, and then watch the last four episodes of Better Call Saul. So they do that with uh, they do that online with Star Trek. There's 800 episodes of Star Trek. I'm not exaggerating. Oh, and that was the with time right? travel, with time travel, and with prequels, and all sorts of shit. Oh and there's God. people who have mapped out exactly what order wow. 
you need to watch everything if you wanted to watch it in chronological order. People, well. people that do stuff like that, like it's another one of those things that it like instantly exhausts me. But I, I also think about like, man, I wish I found something like that that really got me like amped up and excited because like that's totally a doable thing. Can you imagine if you like collating information like that, like thinking of doing well, like, that? Like, like how me, cool of a project like would that be? Like me with Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul and mapping exactly where we are in the time. Yeah, yeah, which, like, you do, you do a phenomenal like, that's job. Why I think I you have so a title. Excited. You're like, aren't you, like, Time Lord or some shit? Didn't we give you a time title? He's Yeah, he's completely over the, the timeline for this universe. And meanwhile, yeah. on our other podcast, uh, Bricktails is over the geography section. <laughs> the map man! He's, he's the map man, yeah. He tells us exactly where everything is um, in relation to everything but like, else. This is why I was but, but, so but excited Nick, today. My, was... my point is, like, imagine if this was... How many episodes are there of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul combined? Like a, like a, a hundred and... So take what you've and... done and multiply it by, like, eight. Imagine yeah, how yeah, yeah. fun if you're into that sort of thing, yeah. stumbling into. I don't know. I, I get excited yeah. when people get ex- like have like hobbies and shit. I'm like, what's it like yeah. being? Yeah. What's it like being interested in stuff? <laughs> well, it's like I know like uh, <laughs> what's it like to care? What's yeah? What are human emotions? Tell me. I'll listen. I'll buy you a beer. You got, I'm to, curious. You got to see me mapping out my sidewalk. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. That's why I was kind of like pumped to like when you were getting into it, like because you had a yeah. whole plan for what you're gonna do, and I was like. Fuck yes, like Trent loaned me his T square. Yeah, yeah he I was saw like, that. I saw that. Yeah, he was doing like a grid line, and I was like, I can't let my boy just go at it with a tape measure. I have too much <laughs> shit on my fucking crafting corner of my room. <laughs> Trent's crafting corner. Um, yeah. I can't let my boy go out like that. And I, I was because I, you know, I, I, I sometimes come across these little fun little projects, and I get like really fucking excited about it. And I, 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 I just think of other people like how damn excited. Like, there's a lot of hobbies I wish I was into because of the wealth of, I don't know, I'm a consumer, I like consuming things, so I wish I liked everything because if I did, then I would have more happiness in my life. So, uh, that was a weird tangent. Yeah, well, anyway. What else you guys got <laughs> on this episode before we yeah, jump into the mail? But like I said, that's why I was so excited to chat about this episode because I, I was so so that's surprised wild, when I figured I, out that I'm glad timeline. that you put all that together. That's really fucking cool. Um, I have uh, bullet points. Hey. I do too, yeah. But, uh, go ahead. Oh, like, let's do, I, do trading got, bullet points. Uh, Shane, I got, say one, and then Nick, say one. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Okay. Sure. Number one, uh, Omaha United sounds like a soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it absolutely oh. does. Yeah, that yeah. was the cap company. Uh, oh, good one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, good. I was wondering if that's who, because they kept making all those like really off. Okay, hold on. There's one. Okay, look. I said I, <laughs> I said I wasn't gonna shit on the the, the quality of this episode because I thought this is probably pretty. You guys remember when I said that a minute ago? Mm-hmm. But there's mm-hmm. a line that Jerry from Parks and Rec says, where he <laughs> goes, uh, "They could hear me yelling all the way in Lincoln." Yeah, and I was like, "That's yeah. the shittiest line this show's ever fucking written." Between <laughs> this. It. And Breaking I Bad think, and lots of other shows. That's fucking terrible. You might as well, well have put tassels was on the air conditioner. Person. You I might that as that was... well have, uh, like, I don't know what. I can't think of anything more fucking banal. Like, that's no one actually kind of says he is. That's that. That's character. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy that yeah. even that boring of a human. I know He's those that boring. People. He's so boring that when somebody breaks down and cries in front of him and says... Uh, you know, surely I'm the only one who's ever felt this way. 
he can't just lie for a second and say, yeah, I have felt that way. He says no. You know? Well, to well, be fair, I mean, that, unless... a moment like that did happen in Breaking Bad, and Hank didn't know how to deal with it, but he went up and got coffee. Like, I don't <laughs> – I, that line is fucking bad, and they should be embarrassed. Like, so you had to – number one, you gave the least cre- – okay, I see your point. The least creative, like uh, – excited thing that he could come up with but also drive the point home oh yeah we're in nebraska i didn't need that show like yeah. come on that was my he could have said uh, they could have heard me yelling from the moon and i would have liked that that's a thousand times better than what they put when it's all over and done with and you're doing the great rewatch are you going to skip this episode uh probably <laughs> <laughs> i got it i saw it i don't know i don't know here's the thing because we talked about it possibly being a stepping stone, um, and I want to say that like I don't hate this episode. It didn't make me, it didn't make me mad. Like I, I think what it is is this. Okay, so he had Gene had to take care of a problem, and he did it in probably the most efficient way possible because he only wanted the robbery to include certain amounts of things that he had like a stacked deck like like if you went to court with all of those charges he lists that they're now uh, guilty of you're probably gonna go to jail for one of them like that's just odds that's just statistics it'd be hard for you to like a jury to like even epstein got charged with fucking uh, uh disturbing it not epstein who's the guy that kept getting away with murder the the, the hbo the yeah that guy Robert Durst. Durst. Yeah, even Durst got in, got actually found no guilty for, like, like tampering with a corpse. He had, like, a billion other things that he was being charged with, but that one at least stuck. They got sort Al Capone of. with taxes. Exactly. Yeah, I, so so Gene, Gene put in just enough easily explainable things at a low enough risk that even these dum-dums could pull it off. And be done with it in, you know, I don't know, a week's worth of time? You know, like, like how long do you really need to work this out? And then took care of it, problem solved, bing, bang, boom. But the downside is that, like, that's a that, that means that to solve our problem, you have to do something lesser than what we've seen. We've seen incredible heist-like episodes. They drained a whole fucking tanker car full of methylamine. Well, not the whole thing. They put what, what you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he stole. You're saying this is small, small stuff. He stole sixty articles of clothing and <laughs> sat on a shitter all night long. <laughs> and so I think that's why. I also just don't give a shit about the gene stuff. If I'm being frank, like anytime there's gene stuff, I'm like, this is more time that I could be watching Saul or hmm. Jimmy. Oh, and okay. I'm I'm far more like invested in Saul and Jimmy stuff than I am Gene stuff. You hit Gene stuff, it's like mer mer to me. Huh. And this was a whole episode of mer mer. So well, I hope that the rest I wonder of the if okay for you then. Yeah, like okay. I wonder if you were watching this right after, right after Saul and Walt are in the basement of the disappearers vacuum shop. Oh, if and, you had shown me uh, this back then when that aired. My yeah. brain would have exploded. Yeah. I would have been like, "What the fuck?" So but... I think maybe, maybe if you do watch it in chronological order, it's gonna be, it's gonna feel a lot different. And see, here's where I disagree with some of that stuff as far as the chronological order going. Like when people talk about viewing stuff, 
Um, I don't think that, because everyone's like, oh, what order should you watch the Marvel movies in? Like, I've had many people ask me that. I don't know why they think I'm the guy. Um, but they, <laughs> they, I tell them, like, watch them in the order they came out, because that's how the rest of the humans watch them, is mm-hmm. how they came out. Like, you have to consider, like, that's great that it's it set in a different time, but good storytelling sets it outside of the time. You don't need the time to make that all be epic. And that's why the, that's what makes a good or bad prequel. If you think of like Wind Through the Keyhole or something like that from the Dark Tower series, like that's a that's a step back. Yeah, and it's a smaller thing, yet the way it's done, like that story in order is poo-poo. But because you got it after this incredible story and then all of a sudden your friends are back together, um it makes it amazing. So I think it's important to watch the stuff when it comes out because that's when it was created and everyone's mind evolved in that order. But here's the thing. Yeah, anything you would have shown me back when, when you know, that happened in Breaking Bad, something from 10 years later, it would have blown my mind. You know, like with tech, with anything that evolves that way, it would have blown my mind, even the most mundane thing. And, and so that's why I think it is, yeah, okay, if you took this episode and put a different series of circumstances around it, I would enjoy it more. Having said that, if, like, this was a setup to something huge, like like Carol Burnett is a secret Black Widow, and we find this out mm-hmm. next episode, that underneath that broken-down car in her garage is her room full of spy gear and weapons, and they've recruited <laughs> Jean to the G.I. Janes, and now the G.I. Janes are going to take on Cobretti's, which is not Cobra from G.I. Joe. It's Sylvester Stallone's characters from Cobra, <laughs> but cloned, and they're female. And now he's in this post-apocalyptic world because the apocalypse happened, too. Then, okay, maybe this episode I might go back and look for clues. <laughs> but if it's just more Gene stuff, eh, I'll probably just go, man. Anybody, I should write that episode, that fanfic, <laughs> and send it you to sound like that. Vince Gilligan. Speaking of, park, speaking of uh, Parks and Rec, uh, you have to watch the outtake on YouTube of Patton Oswalt doing his uh, his uh, ad. What do you call it? Ad lib uh, filibuster. Of yeah, the, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll look it. I'll look it up. Cause yeah, he yeah. was a local like uh, pilgrim reenactor or some shit. Wasn't yeah. He? yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. he does this like ten minute long thing that that <laughs> when they shot it, he just they just told him just go. And, I love that and, man. I fucking love and it, it was man. and he just went off and he 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 made up this whole thing about the Star Wars and the Marvel universe <laughs> combining, and it's just um, like he just goes on and on, and you can see the. The people that are sitting behind him that are supposed to be like the the citizens attending this town hall meeting, you can see them trying to keep straight face and just doing this. Like, I'll look that up. This is yeah, the, yeah. this is the last tangent, I promise. I will only talk about in show. That's stuff okay. Out, but... I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast. It's like yeah. like yeah, our listener but... listener, you are the fourth person sitting on the couch. In <laughs> yeah, the we're sorry room. you got set between <laughs> us three on of the plane. Us, <laughs> like, like like sitting around talking about a good a great tv show even if Trent didn't like this episode but we're talking about a show we like and about the stuff it reminds it's still a good us episode. of and, you know what people and, and, used to listen to this show and yeah. they know what it's like and yeah. they're fine but so, what i was gonna say is about the filibuster thing is that uh <laughs> i actually brought that i this is gonna be a spoiler alert for <laughs> avengers endgame it's been years and a pandemic since that came out. If you haven't watched it, it's on you that I'm about to spoil it. I don't feel bad. Fucking watch it. I, you know someone that owns it. You know someone that owns it. So anyway, um, there's a a part where there's a giant ship that's like shooting at 
a bunch of people, a bunch of villains and good guys. And and then uh, and this spaceship shooting at them, and it stops shooting, and it turns, and it starts firing at a cloud. And what the thi- what happens is, is Captain Marvel comes flying in, because the ship's like, holy shit, this is the strongest thing, so we got to target that. But in that moment when I was in the theater, I thought, what if it was the Millennium Falcon? You know, and I was yeah. like, what? And my question, my question that I had ready for anyone that I told this to was, but why not? <laughs> and then fast forward like a couple of years, they did that Marvel What If? It's like a cartoon series. Um, one of the episodes goes through the different multiverses, and one of the ones they go through is Mustafar, which is Darth Vader's planet. And I go, oh, it could have been the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> if they wouldn't have been, if the Russos weren't fucking cowards. <laughs> okay, you definitely have to watch this Patton Oswalt. I'll look it up. Yeah, gonna, yeah, I'll yeah, definitely watch. You're gonna get, you're gonna laugh your head off. Uh, Shane did a bullet point, and then I interrupted for forty minutes. Nick, what's your <laughs> bullet point? Uh, okay, so if you, so I called the number on the uh, Nippy poster, and uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> of course I, you did. <laughs> but the the funny thing is. I wrote it down wrong the first time because I thought a nine looked oh. like a four, so I dialed the uh, the final <coughs> four digits four two eight eight instead of nine two eight eight, and it nice turned fella. out to be I so it, it turned out to be the Assistance League of Omaha, which is and I thought oh that's weird they must have formed a deal with some charity to promote it on Better Call Saul, and then I could get a little. <laughs> I did a little Google to see, like, they, they must have put a press release about that. And I was like, hey, there's nothing. What is what it? What a weird I, ARG you were going yeah. down. <laughs> I know. I know. Because of this number, I got the wrong number, but it was an interesting thing in Omaha. So, so I then wish I you went didn't back know that I the found, number was oh, wrong and you had a whole I, theory. I wish you had, like, just kept on that thread. That would have been amazing. So I, <laughs> but I, I wrote down – so I got the real number off – well, the number off the poster – Dialed that, and it's like Bob Odenkirk slash Gene. Hey, if you found my dog, please leave me yeah, a message. Yeah, it's I'm all Gene about what a, what a sweet Beep. little dog Nippy is, and and uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing of a bygone era, but this show kind of have a has a rich history with like you know Aaron Paul putting out that number to the the. Uh, phone in Albuquerque, the payphone. Oh yeah, and yeah. Like they've always had a fun history, and that's the thing that movies used to do all the time, and, and TV shows, and now like, um, I feel like you know we've kind of gotten away from it. It's fun that they still do that. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a toy in your cereal. Uh, Shane, what's your next, uh, what's your next bullet point? Actually, I was looking through my notes. I only had one more thing I wanted to say. Final bullet. Really dumb, but. When uh, they're pretending to look at the car engine, and Gene says <laughs> the problem is with the master cylinder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trent, do you know what TV show I was thinking of? Uh, no. I don't know if you've ever seen this show, but I'm pretty sure you have, Trent. No. What, what were you thinking of? Uh, Risky Dingo. Oh, God. Good fucking pull. Damn. Yeah, there's that... There's a whole running joke through a couple episodes where a dude is calling himself Master Cylinder. Oh my god, I need to rewatch. I haven't watched it in a long fucking time. I, I, when I saw that you had the DVD, I was like, we might be the only two people <laughs> that know the reference of Barnaby Jones. Like we might be oh the my god. only yeah. two people. Um, so much so to the point that I dr- drove a Scion TC for <laughs> Scion TC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All, All right. right, that's all I got. What you got, Nick? Uh, okay, well, a couple of little things, like, I thought, 
Gene looked a little suspicious when he was t- telling the story of how Nippy went missing because he said, oh, I was driving with the window down. And he said, before all this hit. And I'm like, before, before all what hit? There's like a little dusting of snow. This is nothing. Well, it, like, is, ne- and, it is Nebraska. That's like really far. But down, I thought, so. I think on my second viewing, though, I thought, okay. And the other thing is like, it's October. So maybe they get snow early That's, in, in you, Nebraska. No, 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 cause, yeah, you've, no, you've not really spent any like, okay, so. If a snow, if someone walked across the state line of Alabama with a spoonful of snow, <laughs> everyone would kill each other. Like, yeah, so, but this is, uh, but yeah. this is my point is that I think he tipped his hand that he's not from there because, uh, because, oh, yeah, 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 because, because uh, he said it was a big deal when it wouldn't have been, yeah. Yeah, that's my thought. Um, well, uh, well, no, I don't think so because like if someone, but that's was, like I, my... I don't think so. That's a little, that's a little far. But he he said he had his window down before all of this, because the thing is, he's covering his own lie. So he's like, because when you tell one lie, you gotta tell sixteen lies. I think that's how the expression goes. But he hmm. said I had the window down. He's standing around snow. If there's a chance that she wouldn't have given a shit, because most people don't listen yeah. to people when they talk. That's yeah. why, like, if you work it, you d- don't do don't do this. But like, you can. I know for a fact if you do a job where you answer phones to any degree, if you answer it soup and salad, or if you answer it like anything crazy, people just don't fucking hear it. So like mm-hmm. a lot of times, if he said you had the window down, the dog jumped out, no one would think twice. But him being him, he's like I had the window down, you know, before all this happened, obviously. Because that'd be weird if I had it down when there's a snow time. But see, I thought about this after the second viewing, and then the fact that in this in the kitchen scene later, she she mentions, oh, like Jeffy got into trouble in Albuquerque, and he's like, huh, never been. Like, why did they have to specifically? See, I think they're setting up stuff there, and I hope and, so. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. So anyway, there was that. Uh, there was uh, oh the fact that that they were drinking peach schnapps, and I thought. Oh, was, was there somewhere Ooh, in the past for today? Was there like, I just like the idea of Carol Burnett and Bob Odenkirk sitting around a kitchen table drinking, drinking peach schnapps yeah, in, in the middle of the afternoon. Fucking, that's a wholesome fucking <laughs> thing you just put together there. Uh, I like Mar- the way he put on Marco's ring and he, you know. Yeah, kinda, that makes uh, me want a pinky ring. Yeah. Yeah. The montage uh, was... Uh, really well edited. I lo- I liked. It reminded me very much of the Marco montage, even when like, when they were pulling off all the scams in the in the first season when they had the episode where he's with uh, with Marco. Um, although this one was in black and white, um, and I I liked the black and white too. Like I like the I like the shot of Carol Burnett uh, slash Marion driving her rascal. Uh, you know the shot where she's driving in front of the houses. I just liked the way that was framed and. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something aesthetically pleasing about this episode being in black Dumb and white. Question, uh-huh. but did Jimmy water the sidewalk? I think so. Yeah, because he said <laughs> he said specifically this wasn't here on my way. Yeah, here. <laughs> I didn't even fuck it. You know what he did? He packed yeah. the corner of it with Wisconsin sticks and sharp cheddar. <laughs> fuck you, Carol Burnett. Get up it without my help. Scotty's yeah. Scotty's gonna stop you. And, that's the slogan. Uh, that's the Wisconsin state slogan. Scotty gonna stop you. <laughs> the other, the other, uh, let's see. The other one was, um, oh well, 
after he does the um, phone call with the manager of the department store, that was he does the pretty good. I actually really yeah. like that part. Yeah, and he does the little it's showtime gesture with his hands that he did like back uh-huh. in. Yeah, uh, I liked that uh, he was able to tell his employee that nothing was wrong. <laughs> just putting out yeah, fires, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the same language. That's that why that was so perfect it was so well thought out and orchestrated it, it actually made me think like wow he is a master of making sure that a phone is a important part of a uh of a of a goof of a gap mm-hmm. almost all of his a phone is kind of a big part of it because like in his yeah, mind yeah. he's very good on the phone he, well, he's got like a drawer full of them. So he that, well, yeah, because you know, he spent a lot of that time in a cell phone store. He's in a time period where cell phones are a thing, and he is a, yeah. a con man. So, like, that's a that's a new technology. And if you can easily put down your cell phone number as, you know, on a piece of paper that the manager's number is this. Anyone well, so can remember the big thing with Huel when they had, like, all those numbers yeah. to yeah. fool the, the district attorney's office, and they had, like... <laughs> Yeah, that's what. That was, I, hey, it worked for Kevin Smith. That's what he did for uh, Clerks Money. Was he applied for like every credit card that sent him? And the more that you apply for credit cards, the more credit card applications you get. So he just got all the ones he could, and he put down that he was the store manager of the Quick Stop, and he made fifty thousand dollars a year, <laughs> and, which he very, fucking very much well didn't. Uh, and so, but he worked every day at the Quick Stop. So when they called and were like. Does Kevin Smith work here? And he's like, yeah, yeah, he's our manager, highest paid manager in the business, fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, so it's uh, it's, uh fucking. I, I called the number. This must be legitimate. So, yeah. What next, Nick? Um. Oh, just I. I mean, I did see, like, when I knew something was going to go wrong with the heist. Uh, I, I. I kind of saw that once he once uh, Jeffy was running around, I thought, oh, he's gonna like slip and knock himself out. But the actual slip was like exactly the slipping Jimmy, same exact flip when Jimmy did his thing in the music store. Remember that? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those really hard yeah. feet out from under you, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so I I thought that was pretty funny. I did and, one of those uh, at the old house, and I thought I fucking died. And Nate also thought <laughs> I died. It was because I. I cleaned a part of. I ran out of floor cleaner, and I had this one section of floor. And I was like, I know better. I, I was like, chemical companies or it's a scam. I'll soap is soap. I can use any kind of soap I want, so I used dish soap. And uh, I didn't understand that like this part of the floor was where is next to the door. It was de- it was December, and people were coming over for a get together. So that's where all the snowy shoes went. So as the snow melted, it turned the soap back into a slippery surface. I went to I went to walk outside to grab a smoke, and then uh, the next thing I knew, I ha- I've never fallen so fast in my life, uh-huh. and it was like feet coming out from under me. It didn't knock the wind out of me, but it like it, it rung my bell. Like I was laying there, like what the fuck was that? What? Yeah. I was so like discombobulated, and like my phone buzzed. I pulled it out of my pocket, and Nate's like, "Are you okay?" because <laughs> he could hear it and I was like yeah but what the fuck I looked at the floor and I was like oh I'm a dumb person oh yeah <laughs> this is what stupid people do and I am going to take care of that now I had the same thing a couple years ago they were re- totally reconstructing my the street in front of my 
my building, my entire the entire length of the street was being redone three or four years ago. And a friend of mine came from out of town. We were walking up in the winter to go to a restaurant. Uh, and I just went down like I was vertical one second walking and the next second, next second, like down. Instant, I was like you teleported. Pro- like yeah, exactly. There was no, it was binary. It was just like up down, and I was just like wham. Fuck, like, man. I didn't, get, I didn't realize till I get home. I like, you know, that night I'm getting changed. I'm like the entire side of my butt and all down my leg is like a giant bruise. Like falling solid. sometimes is kind of yeah. the same as exploding. Yeah. Depending, like you can fall hard enough that you might as well have exploded, yeah. like inside of your skin. Yeah, it's fucking wild, man. So um, yeah, anything else? My last to... okay, yeah, you last it. bullet point was like so so, and it's kind of related, like what you said about the the uh, Lincoln. Oh, the, I bet you they heard me in Lincoln. I, I found that, that they could hear me line, all the way in Lincoln. Yeah, so that that line made me wince a bit because I was like, well, unless that's a thing that people all in in Omaha always say, it's a, it's it's kind of got me. But but the one thing that bugged me was about Gene when he was trying to keep Frank distracted was look at me when he said look at me i didn't like that uh that he actually said look at me yeah uh, yeah i can see that I, I didn't care for that either yeah okay. but that's uh that's all i have other than like i said i'm super excited about my the timeline revelation about where that's we are cool. between, yeah so yeah. I'm really interested to see the next couple of episodes, that's for sure. Well, if you want to write in to us and not write in questions, you can also send in your emails to balticeffect at gmail.com, just like these fine people did. We have one right here that looks like it's for episode uh, 8 and 9 uh, from Bricktails. Uh, I can go ahead and start out with that one if you guys want. Yeah, have fun with it. So uh, Bricktails hooked us up with a 6Pod 2.8 and 6Pod 2.9 point-and-shoot and fun in games. I have a, I have a, I started a, another, some, I'm not going to tell it. I had to start a message group and I named it blank and blank and blank and blank and blank and blank. And then I added two more people. So I had to add a, and a blank and a blank and a blank. <laughs> and then I have one more person joining. So I'm going to add another and a blank. Um, it's just getting out of control at this point. Uh, hello, gentlemen and gentlemen. Hello. Sorry about not writing last week. Brick tells you fucking damn well should be. Thank you. I accept your <laughs> apology, but you're on a thin leash counselor. He says, I guess that made up uh, for the 15 emails I wrote near the gap between the pods. Uh, a few quick thoughts on the last two episodes before 610 airs tonight. On point and shoot, you guys speculated on whether the shot of Kim walking up to Gus's house was meant to watch, it meant to match the similar scene with Walt walking up to Gus's house in 38 Snub. On the Insider yeah. Podcast, they confirmed this was very intentional. Cool. That they went over footage of the same episode and made all the camera angles the same. That's fucking tight. Um, also, you guys speculated on where Howard's car was. The scene was filmed at Leo Carrillo uh, Beach, which is up... Oh, here we go! It's geography! Which is up past Malibu, which makes all kinds of sense for filming. In the world of the show, though, I'd bet that Mike Skies left the car further north, somewhere closer to San Luis Obispo? Obispo? Uh, that would be a more straight shot across from Albuquerque without having to go down near Los Angeles, and there are miles and miles of empty beaches where uh, they wouldn't be seen. I'm so happy that we mentioned Bricktail's affinity for geography. <laughs> yeah, we did a kind of a one-two. Like, we did a setup and then deliver with that. Like, we, I'm pretty proud of, of We don't read the here. emails ahead of time. No, no, not at all. I go right back to sleep when you folk, you find folks in these. Uh, on my prediction, yes, the gist of my prediction was not just that Kim was alive, but that they're still legally married by the Gene timeline. No divorce, no annulment, no Kim being declared legally dead. I get that last one is very unlikely now, but before the last episode, I was still thinking she'd be disappeared. 
So maybe would be eventually declared dead. By the way, I think I'm getting a no on my prediction that someone would be disappeared in the show since Kim wasn't. I think the vet is just moving away on his own, and Nacho's dad was the only other remaining possibility. Maybe Francesca, I suppose. <clears throat> no, because we know she's got to call Jimmy in 12 days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Twitter news. Lyle is played by Harrison Thomas, whose dad is Dave Thomas. Not the Wendy's founder, but the actor oh. from SCTV and Strange Brew. Hey, Ooh, uh, take, off, take off your hosers. After the yeah. episode, Dave Thomas tweeted out uh, how great Lyle was and that he deserved a spinoff. Uh, Peter Gould tweeted back that he didn't realize that Lyle was his son, but he was a huge fan of SCTV and also agreed with how great Lyle was. This started a whole Twitter thread on possible Lyle spinoffs. Wait. And the internet, Lyle? Wait! And the internet came to the same conclusion. You guys, it should be called Better Dial Lyle. Oh my awesome. god. What? Are we, are, did we summon this? <laughs> Did we That's say awesome. Beetlejuice oh, times three? Did we? Oh my god! Yeah. And I, I also, now, I awesome. totally see the resemblance between yeah. uh, Lyle and Dave Thomas. I so. also appreciate uh, Bricktails clarifying because when I hear Dave Thomas, I think of the Windy. I founder. immediately was like, oh, I love, yeah, yeah. Dollar Menu used to be my my shit. Uh, that's funny. Used to be cool. on TV all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, another Twitter aside, a thread asking ask people to describe their favorite movies or TV shows as boringly as possible. My two suggestions were a high school teacher takes on extra work to make money, also mentors a former student while his son eats breakfast. <laughs> and the next one was balding Cinnabon manager remembers his younger days. Nice. Oh, I, that's good. I forgot about uh, Walt Jr. eating breakfast constantly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really unfortunate that that ended up being that all the time but yeah. um okay uh finally back to the episode jimmy insisting that kim go to gus was probably the most heroic thing he's ever done i think he assumed that lala would kill whichever one of them stayed behind and just wanted kim to get away no matter what the cost to himself okay quick thoughts on not very fun in games i really love the montage of jimmy and kim's day after howard was killed between that and howard's uh memorial i think we got our last looks at all the lawyers in albuquerque yeah maybe so then we got to the time jump, aside from the Gene stuff and the two flash forwards to Saul time. I think this was the first time jump on the show. I don't count something stupid as that was a montage that quickly gave an overview, overview of a few months of time. This was a straight jump where we had one scene and then the next scene was months, years later. We got the same thing in Breaking Bad. Pretty much every episode, every season followed directly on the previous, but there was that montage covering a few months when they were using Vomino's pest control to set up the temporary meth labs and houses, and then one real jump cut in Granite, uh, Granite State. <clears throat> Excuse me. On the time jump, uh, I'm curious to see where we actually are. I know there oh, we are... Know. Oh, yeah, we was, know. We were... Summer of Hold on to your butts. Wait till you get to this episode. Um... <laughs> I'm curious to see where I actually are. I know there was the sticker on Saul's lawyer up plates, and I read an article speculating on timeline, but I'm not sure yet. The four possibilities are sometime between Kim leaving in mid 2005 and Walt walking into Saul's office in late 2008. She le she left in mid 2004. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in this time frame we might see Saul building his business, maybe more with Mike, maybe defending Emilio. We might also see Tuco's return to Mike slash Ghost storyline. Spoiler alert: you get to watch him steal from Amal. <laughs> two right around late 2000 I describe that as a fucking boring show how about that um, right around the late 2008 if it's in this time frame we could see the events of Breaking Bad episode Better Call Saul from, but from Saul's perspective so now in 2009 this would be the height of Walt's reign either before or after the fall of Gus Saul's behind the scenes moving money around maybe we see another perspective on Gus's fall April 2010 this would be 
at the fall of Walt and imprisonment of Jesse with Saul leaving via the vacuum repair shop. Getting sucked out, as one could say. That's I don't want to, I hate that I said that. Yeah, I'll take that back. I'm, I apologize. He says, uh, I can see arguments for all of these. The license plate suggests scenario one, but with the last with but with the last few episodes just be based around soulless Saul shenanigans. Ooh. We know no, no, no. Soulless no. Saul shenanigans. We know. Spoiler alert: is all the essence. No. and both. No, Paul, well, hmm? sorry. I think I said it last week. Like that, that they were. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was just saying. Like you know, it's like it was 2005 where that that was that time uh, jump went to, mm-hmm. and they basically stopped the story three years before Walt walks in, and yeah. we don't need to know what happens in that period. Um... Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Sorry. We know that both Walt and Jesse will be on the show, which suggests that one of the other possibilities, ending with two, would make sense as a close, as a close to the show, and then as a close to this show, and then we jump to the Gene story. <laughs> I'm good at reading. Uh, mm. Scenario three would make sense because so much of the B story of the show has been about the Super Lab and the rivalry between Gus and Hector. So putting a bow on that story within this show would make sense. Uh, four would be odd as Mike uh, has been dead for months, and at that point, I and I think we'll see more Mike in the show. But on the other hand, we've gotten two flash forwards about the time period of Scenario Four. In particular, we got the frantic Saul about to leave for the disappearer, give instructions for Francesca to take a phone call on November 12th. Here it goes. Feels like we'll get some closure for whatever that was. The other two possibilities are that these last few episodes just kind of jump from here to there within the Breaking Bad timeline. We get a little dis- disconnected scenes with what Saul was up to during all the Walt and Jesse stuff, or as I think Nick suggests, we jump straight to Gene, and the remaining episodes are all Gene, with flashback memories including a Walt and Jesse, Mike, and for sake of my predictions, Chuck. I guess we'll <laughs> see you in a few hours. Till then, guys, you make me happy. We make each other happy. How can that be bad? Break the hell. Oh, um, break I thought my heart, break too. I was having con- 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 contemplative thoughts today about the fact that we might not get any more Mike, and I was very, very... Sad about that. It made me very unhappy that that's a, a distinct possibility. But you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah. The uh, I don't know if you noticed that the, this was like the first episode of the entire series that uh, Jonathan Banks, uh, Michael Mando, uh, uh, Ray Seahorn, and uh, uh, what's Howard Howard Hanlon's name? Uh, Patrick. Patrick, Patrick Fabian. Yeah. Fabian weren't in the credits. Um, oh, I did not. Know. Um, all right, we got the one for this episode from, from Bricktail. Shane, you want to take that one? Absolutely. Bricktail's first off is titled this one, Better Call Saul 6, Pod 2, 10, Nippy and Tucky. <laughs> <laughs> it shall forever be known henceforth. <laughs> he says, hey, gentlemen and gentlemen. Hi. I'm hey. Frank. This is Nick. No, I'm Nick. Well, <laughs> my name is Frank, and I'm here to bank. <laughs> well, I guess all of my speculations about the time jump from before this episode were wrong. Nick was right, and we are back uh, well, to Gene. Do you okay, think it well, will be all Gene from here on? If so, what about the Walt and Jesse cameos? Will this just be Gene remembering flashbacks? Yes. So, <laughs> I, I think so. I think that's how I understand this to be, this prediction to be going. <laughs> so Carol Burnett uh, was the. Iconic I, I apologize, Brickdale, for jumping in on your last email because now you just clarified what I tried to clarify. And blah, 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 continue. Great minds, though. Great minds, thing like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he says. Uh, so Carol Burnett was the iconic actress I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they were posting photos with her on social media a few weeks ago, saying how great it was to work with her. 
I had assumed she was going to show up as Howard's mother at his funeral. Oh, damn. damn. Actually, some people were ex- some people were speculating after that leaked that it was going to be Kim's mom. That I could that would have been good. That'd been pretty good casting, actually. That'd been interesting. Huh. Uh, he says, I loved Gene's first conversation with Frank. I'm not much of a sports guy, and I found myself in that situation before, kind of faking my way through a conversation about a game I hadn't seen, but I think I can do better than Gene. Almost every day of my life in Alabama, Brick Tales was, uh, yeah, yeah, how about that kid? Yeah, he's yeah, really good. Yeah, 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 roll tide, war damn eagle. Like, um, you know, what are you going to do? It's, you know, it, 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 then what, what you hit him with is, you know, you never know which team's going to hit the field that day. Hit him with that one, mm. and you're fucking in. They think this guy <laughs> knows this shit. I remember, I remember when the new, the current coach of Alabama University took over, and uh, I was like, I don't fucking care at all about any of this. And every fucking person around me is just a buzz. I'm like, fuck. And this is before social media. This was just regular ass news and people's word of mouth. And so I'm just like, I don't want to even go outside because everyone's going to just fucking beat me to death with this. And I was working with this dude named Todd that at the at Blockbuster. And he said, and I was telling, I was lamenting with him about that. He he, know, he knows I fucking hate football, American football, I should say. Um, and you're, I don't like sport. I like hockey. <laughs> like that's about it. Uh, but outside of that, I just, I don't give a shit. And um, he was like, why don't you ask him, will that coach do the same thing he did down in Florida when people tell you that? And I was like, why would I do that? He's like, because no, everyone knows you don't give a shit about this. It would fucking blow their mind if you had that knowledge because he told me the whole story. <laughs> and I was like, this is great. So as soon as it came up around like my mom or somebody, I said that and she just looked at me like, where has my son been all these years? <laughs> and then the I let them kind of tear that part of a that little morsel of meat apart and it got done she was like how did you know that i was like todd told me to say that when you guys brought this up <laughs> oh, that's a good one see knowing my luck i would use that line like oh you never know which team's gonna hit the field that day yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What? The, the, i would be like we're talking about tennis it's called the court <laughs> so oh. no i just meant like a team in their head you know like yeah. their mental no i'm saying team. with, with yeah. my luck i'd get like a sport where that doesn't work yeah yeah <laughs> We're talking about ping pong. <laughs> ping pong. So, uh, Bricktails continues. Uh, there was enough information about football that we were able to get some specific time information. He's going to take you're your not job, kidding. Nick. Yeah, you're not kidding there, Bricktails. <laughs> he says, uh, as noted, I'm not a big sports guy, so I had to look these up, but there were enough clues to nail it down. Yep. Gene first talks to Frank after Nebraska lost to Texas on October 16, 2010. Frank also talks about the next week's game, which was against Oklahoma State, the Cowboys, not the Yokies, mm-hmm. which was on October 23rd, and about how their quarterback, Whedon, had an injured thumb, a real thing from that year. Hmm. I wasn't sure how long the scam took, definitely a few weeks for them to talk about several football games. At the last meeting, while Jeffy was robbing okay. Lancasters, they said Nebraska was back, which suggests that this was after the Colorado game on November 26, which Nebraska won after a disappointing loss the week before. One problem with that, though, was that Martinez, who was a freshman quarterback in 2010, doesn't seem to have played that game, and he never had a 484-yard record game. Oh, that 444 thing was, they were talking about a previous coach from like five years earlier or something. Uh, Ah. There was another quarterback who passed for 484 yards in a game in 2007. (laughs) Yeah, I should just let 
Brickdale's do my thinking for me here. <laughs> and that wasn't actually a record, freshman or otherwise, because the same quarterback had already passed for 510 yards, which is still the record a few weeks later. So I think that was a mistake by the writers. Although I got to say, pause here, I got to say, if that's how far you have to dig to find a mistake, that's mm-hmm. a pretty mm-hmm. high bar, you know? Like, yeah. It's a mistake-free show. But I mean, Brickdale's... It's like you and I are sharing half a brain or something, because this is like, this is exactly the research I was doing to figure out the timeline as well. So, (laughs) yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely like, like transmitting on the same frequency here. He says uh, a couple of other quibbles. Uh, When Frank first asks Gene about football, he asks if Gene saw the game last night. Nebraska games usually are in the afternoons, and I checked, and that game started at 2.34 and was over before 6 o'clock, so he probably would have said yesterday rather than last night. I'll pause there just to say that it's the Midwest in the winter or fall, you know, it it probably got dark at 4. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's probably been dark for weeks, yeah. Uh, Also, Frank referred to the coach as Pelini, but if I remember correctly, people in the Nebraska sports media always called him by his nickname, Bo. If you remember correctly, Brick. To, oh, anyway, uh, he says, "Oh, one non-sports quibble. When Gene is playing the role of Steve in Dispatch, he tells the manager of Lancasters that he could jump in a truck and be there in four hours. He's over in Urbandale. My sister lives in Urbandale, <laughs> suburb of Des Moines, and it's only two hours from Omaha, so that didn't quite fit." Okay, well, so real quick, there's more than one. Ur- there's more than one Urbandale, though. So, oh like my one. god! So real quick, real quick. <laughs> Are we all done with the American football chat? We all got it out of our systems? We good? Everybody? Everyone? Looking in the corners? Not everyone's looking at me. Okay. All right, let's go. (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to be quiet this part. There we go. No, I, I just love that last line there because it reads like, you know. Maybe that's um, why I was my so sister like, lives in Urbandale. It's a suburb of Des Moines. It's only two hours from Omaha. You know, it, it's I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show's a complete fucking farce. <laughs> he continues, uh, I was sort of surprised that they did set this gene material in late 2010. That's less than a year after Saul was disappeared. Yeah. I was assuming he'd be he'd been living the gene life for a few years when we first met him back in the cold open in the first episode. It makes his story a little different if he couldn't stop being Saul even for a few months without starting to run scams. Mm, oh. One note on the store heist, when Jeffy slipped on the newly mopped floor, did you guys think of Slippin' Jimmy? Yep. I was thinking that Jimmy slash Saul slash Gene was watching the video and thinking that this guy doesn't know how to take a floor. Fucking putts, Bush League. That's just not how you do it. (laughs) Well, gentlemen, that's all until next week when we find out how Lizzie did in the spelling (laughs) bee. Remember, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered, and now I'm hungry for bacon. Bricktails. Nice. Thanks, Bricktails. Very, very good research. Very yeah, insightful. hell yeah. That's a fucking mm-hmm. baller episode. Sorry, I'm not yeah. trying to like. I just don't like football, and I've my whole yeah. life Dude, it was fine. like shoved down my throat. Your email was incredible. Um, yeah. So we got one. Here. All I would say is check check other Urban Dales. Maybe there is one that's four hours away. And maybe there's a <laughs> Urban Mythingdale that no one knows about. That's a bad. That's a terrible. Pulling the ripcord on that. We got an email <laughs> from Lana. Um, Nick, would you like to take that email? Certainly. All right. Uh, so Lana says, email, double exclamation mark, ep10, double exclamation mark, 
if I'm not too late, exclamation Nailed line. it, Lana. You fucking and nailed she it. And she sent it four it. hours ago, and we're like, yeah, well, good for you. Yeah. Good yeah. You got it in. Uh, good afternoon, Trent, Nick, and Shane. Hi. Good what? afternoon. Oh, good evening to you. It's evening for you now. Um, hope you're all well. Yeah, we're all doing all right. Uh, after all the drama of the last two episodes, this one definitely felt more slow paced. Episode nine had tied up everything nicely for the Breaking Bad era, so I guess it makes sense that the rest of the season is mostly set in the Gene time frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I do enjoy seeing Saul's various schemes, I wa- do wonder where the show is going, wh- where the show is going with this, as it feels kind of irrelevant to the overarching storyline. I know they needed a way to stop Jeff telling anyone Gene is Saul, but to have a whole episode for that seemed uh, that was a bit long-winded. Um, the episode felt much more like one you'd see earlier in the lifespan of a TV show rather. Then in the final season, I guess I was just expecting more drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said this was like felt like a mid mid Breaking Bad type. Episode. It was a met episode where they had generic uh, football things for a part of it. Like no wonder <laughs> I didn't like this one. No wonder I wasn't. It didn't exactly explode my socks off my feet. So uh, I did think it was pretty cool that they have stuck to keeping the Gene timeline in black and white. It must be a rarity that a modern day show has a whole episode. Without color. She just wanted to get it in with the U. She just wanted to get it in with the O U. Yeah, we get it. It's a nice so it's a prettier way of spelling I, the word. I get it. Very good spelling. Lana. It I looks approve. nicer. It's what the yeah. proper title is for the Foo Fighters album. Well, you know what? <laughs> if if uh, that little girl uh goes to her spelling bee tomorrow and she spells it that way in Omaha, Nebraska, what she's she out of the do? spelling bee. Yeah. Actually actually you know what? I will say the US <laughs> The U.S. American script spelling bee, uh-huh. they use – you can spell it both ways, and it's correct. That's cool. They have, That's cool. They have, it's run by uh, commies. Because they have Canadians uh, compete. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, I had a thought the other night that one can only have after having many sandwiches, and it was, yeah. why was everybody so mad at communists? <laughs> Dude, uh, I've had that thought many times. I, uh, yeah, I've actually yeah. had like conversations since, but it's just, it's just a, that's such a total like stoner thought of. What's the deal with people being mad at communists? <laughs> 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 he says from the future, you know. Anyway, yeah. anyway I'm sorry. That's I. Jeez. Uh, anyway. So no, let's continue. Okay. So she says. Also, what do you guys think about the change to the intro with the blue screen? I felt like quite dramatic cut away from the usual That's intro it. style. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I was Dignified talking that this is over yeah. almost the, the tracking, yeah. the tracking couldn't even fix the video. It just, the tape broke. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, is it an American thing to eat a donut with a knife and fork? A not what a donut. We're going to pause no. here. Like, wait, what's whoa. wrong with just using your hands? It's not uh, a donut either. What the fuck are you eating as a donut? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> this... so Lana, Lana, you don't have cinnamon over there, you've told us. So, But you don't have uh, the cinnamon rolls over there? This is a large cinnamon roll covered in icing. You you can't eat it with your hands. You'll be oh, disgusting. You... You'll look like a fucking monster if you eat yeah. it with your hands. Yeah. Or at a minimum, uh, I, I, tear it apart because it unrolls. Yes. They yeah, have, they have, you you're fucking with us. They have cinnamon rolls in fucking but England. I'll That's crazy. It's more egregious to me that um, that Frank was sitting it on China plate 
You know, like he's, they have that in the security <laughs> office. I was so, surprised uh, that a cinnamon bun from cinnamon, a cinnabun cinnamon roll came in a Big Mac box. I didn't know they came in that. I've never got like I mean their I, cinnamon I've roll never, proper. I have to confess, like we have, I think we have one cinnabun in Ottawa, and I only. Like did know that because I Google searched it, so I've never but actually had you have never actually had one. But they, so they actually, though, right? if you go to the restaurant uh, and they and buy a cinnamon, do they serve it with a plastic fork and knife? Probably. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, or you could oh, really? you could probably ask for it, or you, they I probably have a place where you can. But here's my question, though: You're in Canada. Do you go? Is are? Do you ever see a cinnamon roll, not a cinnabon product, a cinnamon roll out in the wild? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. They have, they got, okay. They have them at Tim Hortons, which is the national which that's to, a donut place. Is a Tim Ho Ho's. Yeah. So fucking Tim bits and a double double. <laughs> I'm going to the UK this fall, and uh, I will vigilantly look out. And find see Lana and find say this is a donut. Roll. This is a cinnamon roll. No, I'm just going to find a cinnamon roll okay. in London and take a picture of it and send it to the Baltimore But I mean, I, I've had okay. cinnamon rolls that I've eaten with my hands, so uh, maybe... But I'm... a cinnabun is so icy and so sticky. Okay. So I also she... hate sticky fingers. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather yeah. die of Well, that's the funny thing. Is sticky like, fingers. Like, Frank takes it out of the Big Mac box, puts it down, licks his fingers, says, mm, 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 which was like... Three quarters of his dialogue was him saying, and, <laughs> yeah. and then he eats it with a knife and fork. So I did. I I I found it a bit weird that he. Was I just thought it. of a question real quick. Uh, I know we're in the middle of an email, but it, uh, it just crossed <laughs> my mind. Uh, did assuming that uh, the show continues on with Gene, uh, or that Gene continues on in Omaha at the Cinnabon, like does he have to keep bringing? Cinnabons to the security guard. Yeah, when does that now? get to end? That's a good question. Yeah. How do you how paper do you... that off? You miss well, a see... day, and then you say, "Oh, sorry, I was sick." And they go, "Well, you know, you don't have to go every. You don't have to be. You know." No, because like... Frank's gonna go in to Nick. Hey, Nick, you know, uh, Gene had a real weird breakdown here the other day. Uh, he was, you know. Uh, oh, <laughs> he's gonna be like, maybe we should tell him don't bring these anymore, or say yeah. we're busy. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I I feel bad for Frank. I'll go into withdrawal. Uh, I but, mean, Frank works at the mall. Yeah, yeah too. <laughs> he shows up with his pulls his billy club out and he's like, "Are these cinnamon rolls up to spec? <laughs> I am security here from the north uh, section. Uh, I'm gonna have to inspect exactly. all of these. You have to confiscate a couple of these. <laughs> yeah, if you could just bag them all up and set them here for me, thank you. <laughs> and a small coffee. Uh. So, uh, going back to the email, <laughs> uh, so I think we covered her last question, what's wrong with just using your hands? Uh, this whole scheme wouldn't have worked for me. The cinnamon bun would have been stuffed in my mouth within seconds. Oh, and, okay, okay. Uh, I think I would have done the unroll it and eat it in bits. Yeah, I like so, little tear-off yeah. little bits. I'm a, I'm, a, um, I'm a that kind of weirdo, yeah. Have you all seen that the next episode is called Breaking Bad? <laughs> what a shit uh, name. <laughs> and it's great because Breaking Bad had an episode called Better Call Saul. Oh, oh fudge! Oh, oh. Awesome. So this is going to be interesting. Yes, and I will. I will now. I guess that the the new episode or all the remaining episode titles are out. I will update the predictions that were all related to okay. episode titles. Um, Lana says, "Hope you're all. Oh, sorry. Hope you all have a good week. Until then, Lana." 
three. Thank you so much for writing in, take, Lana. We might take it. one of those X's for me. Yeah. Thank you very much, Lana. I, these are always freshly made every time she delivers them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm going to eat mine with a knife and fork. Yep, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna shove mine right in my mouth. That's, that's weird. All right, so uh, I'm sorry for getting so like I flipped out when you you called it a donut. I flipped the hell out. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just a big a donut, donut is a different thing though. Yeah, I'm I'm real donuts are real sacred. Oh, I know. Big fan she of knows because she mentioned cinnamon roll later. So yeah, that's exactly. That's what I'm saying. I feel bad now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.